This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Monday, March 16th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The Pennsylvania Department of Health confirmed 16 new positive cases of COVID-19, bringing the state total to 65 on Sunday. New cases were reported uh, in Allegheny, Bucks, Cumberland, Delaware, Lehigh, Luzerne, Monroe, Montgomery, and Philadelphia counties. All are either in isolation at home or being treated at a hospital. On Sunday night, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf ordered all bars and restaurants to close their dine-in facilities at 12 a.m. Monday in Allegheny, Bucks, Chester, Delaware, and Montgomery counties for 14 days to help stop the spread of COVID-19. Businesses that offer carry-out delivery and drive-through food and beverage service may continue to do so, but eating and drinking inside restaurants and bars are temporarily prohibited. Businesses that do not adhere to this uh, could face enforcement actions. According to officials, there have been at least 446 patients to date who have been tested or in the process of being tested. There are 205 who have tested negative, at least 65 confirmed cases, and at least 183 patients. Uh, sa- patient samples are either at the lab for testing or on their way to the lab. Anybody besides me under the impression that the uh, the two weeks, are you tacking on an extra two, two weeks? Yeah, in fact, they're saying, yeah. I, I'm thinking more the end of April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, so so I'm hearing two weeks, but I'm but I'm being practical and going okay. That's oh, just... you think there's going to be more? Oh yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I, just... I, I think just for precaution's sake that so I'm mentally preparing myself for a month. Well, you of... saw New York City schools; they decided to close until April twentieth. So yeah. They, yeah, they went. They waited a little bit longer to announce it, but then they announced a longer closure. I think yeah. they're going to watch the progression and see how things go. And uh, obviously what they're trying to do is, is tamp down that, that curve, that spike, as as best as they can, which is going to come as more testing gets out there. But, yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're right, Preston. That's probably a safe bet to go yeah. along that line of thinking. So this thing, businesses that do not adhere to the order could face enforcement actions. I was wondering uh, and having conversations over the weekend uh, with some friends, we were, we were saying, like, so what happens if you just – don't close. There's got to be some sort of on-site executions. <laughs> no, but there's got to be some sort. There's got to be something. So um, both both gyms that I go to <laughs> uh, sent out a message saying, uh, "Hey, we're we're gonna we're gonna do extra cleaning. We're gonna do all this, but we're gonna stay open." And then both gyms the very next day sent another email out, and they were like, "Okay, never mind. Scratch that. We're gonna close." So right. I feel like they got may have gotten something from the county saying, "If not, maybe you'll be fined or, well, or something like that." That coupled with the fact that people hear one thing and then they're like, "Well, is it gonna?" benefit us to stay open when so many people assume that we're we're not so for you know for example i I, my i I go with a personal trainer i'm always the only one in there when i'm doing it uh i don't know you know uh, i assume that will continue but it's probably best to you know to mitigate in in every way possible that you can uh, you know, exposure to large groups of people I, i is your gym will you go kathy is it usually full of people my gym, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I would, okay, so yeah, I, it's been a while since I've been to you know. I mean, especially yoga. You you practice. Yeah, you're right I mean, next to sweating a people. Fo- a foot next yeah, to no, somebody who's sweating all, that all I over do, the yeah. place. Yeah. Uh, so on Saturday, the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board announced a phased closure of wine and spirit stores in Buckschester, Delaware, and Montgomery counties to help slow the spread of COVID nineteen virus. So, Did Governor Wolf address whether or not he would be coming out to hungry like the wolf yet, or is that not? Because <laughs> I honestly think that would really I, help. That would really that help would the situation. Show that you were yeah. in control and right. not only that 
That song makes you feel good. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, no matter how old you are, All it's, you need it's, pre- it feels good. Thank and everybody you, Preston. will be happy. The, the lights going back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Because it has a great intro. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> All right. I, I already feel better. Right. Ladies and gentlemen. And all the people. Governor Tom Wall. So more than 30 cases have been reported across four uh, counties through the vast majority uh, were in Montgomery County. The point of all of the shutdowns is to slow the spread of the virus. When you've got that infectious refrain in your head, yeah. it's a little and less he's jarring. He's like, went there with the medical officials dancing. Yeah, doing a, uh, you know... a. Choreographed routine. Yeah, and six feet apart. Yep, yes. yep, yep, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. And then they stop. He says, okay, let's get to the press conference now. Uh, so the point of all the shutdowns is to slow the spread of the virus. We can keep an enormous number of Pennsylvanians from needing this kind of emergency treatment at the same time that's going to overwhelm our health care system. Wolf said, stay calm, stay home, and stay safe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> See you suckers later. <laughs> all right. While dancing to this song, Wolf, uh, the Wolf yes. administration said it strongly encourages businesses to act now before the governor or the secretary of health finds it necessary uh, to compel closures under the law for the interest of public health. Uh, so in Philadelphia, however, city officials said people should feel free to continue to go about retail businesses and public parks while warning uh, that this advice could change. Mayor Jim Kenney urged people to wash their hands and stay three feet away from each other. Uh, go out and have dinner and tip your wait staff because they're struggling right now. I, w- I was reading it article about this today this morning kathy about this and obviously his concern is for those people for the, for those people who, who could get hit financially so yeah. obviously it, it's a it's a tough wire to walk because you want to do what's best for the medical you know fortitude of the community but yeah. you also have to realize that there's people who are just going to be decimated if they don't have their paycheck if coming they don't in. So we'll, we'll see how this plays out my guess is he'll still continue to try to find a happy medium Museums and casinos in the Commonwealth joined the growing number of organizations in announcing temporary closures due to the outbreak. Officials said free library locations in Philadelphia would be closed to the public, heeding a recommendation from the state, but staff members were told to report to work. Uh, this following the shutdown of all K-12 through schools in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. The schools will be closed right now for two weeks. May I suggest that since Kenny's name doesn't immediately go to anything, girls on film, Duran. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Because right. he, he needs his own uh, his own thing to come out. I don't know. It just helps sell it. Montgomery, Delaware, <laughs> Bucks, and Chester. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure we had it. I can, I can move along. Yeah. There, you, there go. you go. Because it's not, it's a press conference, right? True. Yeah. Yeah. There's usually he's at the podium. And, I, don't yeah. I love this song. <laughs> And this is, wait, this is Jim Kenny, right? Yeah, yeah because okay. Kenny, his name doesn't really correlate to any okay. song. Like, well, Nah. There you go. I don't mind it. Well, I like it. Well, I would say Rio. I would say Rio, Rio would be better. Yeah. That's got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a big dramatic intro to it, but once it gets Ladies going. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the mayor of Philadelphia, Mayor Kenny. There's a certain, you talk about telegraphing confidence and telegraphing that you're in control uh-huh. and a message that doesn't incite panic, I think this approach would work. Duran Duran. Duran Duran. In general, yeah. It's been a gem. Right. Waiting. 
Okay. All right, so the state in Montgomery, Delaware, Bucks, and Chester counties, the state requires that all non-essential businesses close. Supermarkets, pharmacies, and gas stations will remain open. Uh, we talked about the liquor stores. They're closing um, on Tuesday, March 17th, until further notice. Essential services will be available. Police, fire, and emergency medical services, essential services for vulnerable populations. Freedom to travel will remain, but the governor and his administration ask all people to refrain from non-essential travel. A no-visitor policy has been implemented for correction, correctional facilities and nursing homes uh, and will be evaluated for other facilities. The so, Casey, uh, so Preston, are you, are you, uh, you going to, you have to cut back down on your visits to Cosby at the penitentiary? Yeah, right? yeah it's <laughs> cl- but it's close. It's, yeah, yeah, you know, you, it's only a mile from my house. Are they, so. they going to restrict your, how many times you can go visit? Yeah, probably. <laughs> the Wolf Administration strongly encourages the suspension of large gatherings, events, conferences of 250 individuals or more. I he- I'm hearing a lot of weddings being canceled. Yeah, I know. Or, yeah. or being postponed. De- delayed, yeah. Yeah, delayed. But mm. if you really weren't that sure about getting married in the first place, it's what an opportunity. Your yes. <laughs> my cousin oh, is thank God. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, we, they, well, you know, I'm <laughs> Why don't you talk to anyone? <laughs> My cousin's getting married, and the the wedding date is like literally on the last day of this like eight week uh, thing that they're calling for. Right, right. Like, we'll see if it. Uh... I think Preston's assessment is correct. Is it watch? You know, uh, again, two add on another two, and then see where we're at because like yeah. the MLB was talking. Yeah. What Nick was at the third. Week in April. Yeah, for... but everything's changing at this point. I read last night that the NBA is talking about maybe just canceling uh, altogether. Yeah, yeah. and the, I mean, rescheduling is going to be a logistical pain in the yeah. ass for a lot of people. So if you prepare yourself for that, maybe it'll make it slightly easier. I don't know. I, th- I think you know? I think that's right. Preparation yeah. will certainly help. Steve, does, finish... uh, does Top Jimmy work for you from Van Halen for Jim Kenny or no? <laughs> Play it. Play it's it. pretty obscure. That's it the is. only thing. It's, no, this is... is probably my favorite song on this album. But really? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, wait, wait. Let's see if it kicks. It's got to have it, the music has to have the right message. It it kicks in eventually, right. but it it takes a little while to get going. A man of action. Here's the first kick. Right there. Working the city, making sure we're all in this together. Mayor Kenny. And here's where it kicks in right here. Nah. And I think, well, it's not bad. I think he would have to dress, though, as David Lee Roth in yeah. the 80s to really, to really pull it off. It would just require a longer intro, whereas uh, The Hungry Like a Wolf, it's like... Yeah, Boom. dives right, Boom. right in there. Well, right speaking in. of the we're, wolf we're about to go Corona on your ass. <laughs> the Wolf Administration is discouraging individuals from traveling to recreational activities like gyms, movie theaters, and shopping malls. There's a no visitor policy at all state correctional facilities and nursing nursing homes, and restricted visitors in state centers. This is interesting, Kathy, because I, some theaters were holding a f- uh, maximum fifty uh, um, audience member. Attendance? Did you see that? Some uh, I'm of, sorry. Some, where some of the movie theaters? Oh, movie theaters. We're, we could we're, do 50. We're, we're capping at 50. So uh, you wow. know. Um, so I guess the idea being that 50 people in a large theater could spread out far enough. You know what I heard? Um, so we talked about last week. Um, they were allowing uh, students 50 at a time to go back into the dorms to yeah. gather things. But now I'm hearing that some of the universities are not kicking them out of the dorms. I think, right. I think so that they don't have to um, reimburse them because some of the schools were talking about reimbursing for room and board if they're making them leave for the spring semester. You know, actually, this would be the uh, 
perfect opportunity for live my, out my fantasy of driving a, a go kart in the King of Prussia Mall because oh, there'd be so oh. few shoppers in there right now. And yeah, I got to uh, do yeah. that. Uh, we, well, and you could <clears throat> drop me off at like each store, sure. like a quick shop, uh, and you could wrap back around and get. Yeah, me. yeah. no, you'd be you'd be slowing us down, man. We're racing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, so the CDC uh, recommends no gatherings of more than 50 people for the next eight weeks as health officials work to contain the coronavirus outbreak. 50 uh, for how long, Kay? Uh, for the next eight weeks. Okay. The CDC issued new guidelines on Sunday night. Therefore, CDC, in accordance with its guidance for large events and mass gatherings, recommends that for the next eight weeks, organizers, whether groups or individuals, cancel or postpone in-person events that consist of 50 people or more throughout the United States. The worldwide COVID-19 outbreak has uh, sickened more than 162,000 people and left more than 6,000 dead with thousands of new cases confirmed each day. The death toll in the United States climbed to 64 while infections passed 3,200. Oh, I'm sorry. Nope. Go ahead. No, I was no there's say, I, more. <laughs> I thought there's more. Never mind. Never mind. I, I, it'll hold. No, yeah. that, all right. Okay. So, I was wondering if we need to do sports at all. Um, we are going to do sports. Okay. Yes, but I just have one more quick story to okay. update you. Today, on. including chess. Yeah. <laughs> the sports intro will probably be longer yeah. than sports itself. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> a doctor at St. Christopher's Hospital for Children has been diagnosed with a presumptive case of coronavirus. The doctor worked in the ICU. The physician who has uh, hasn't been identified was last at the hospital on March 11th when he started to feel sick. The infection was not acquired in the hospital. The hospital is now notifying all patients and their families who may have been impacted by the exposure. In addition, the ICU is now closed to new admissions and the level one trauma department is closed. ICU staff will now wear additional protective gear and children in ICU unit unit will not be transferred out. Mm -hmm. A total of eight positive COVID-19 cases have been confirmed in Philadelphia to date. This is now the second case of a doctor in the region potentially exposing patients to the virus. Last week, Montgomery County officials announced a doctor from CHOP outpatient uh, care center in King of Prussia exposed more than a dozen patients. That prompted a series of closures around the area and specialized cleanings. Okay, now in sports this morning. Phillies manager Joe Girardi joined MLB Network yesterday over the phone and was asked about the most recent message he gave his team and the players. During the interview, he said, we're going to have time to prepare for the regular season, asking his players to keep up the off-season workouts. He said, if you're a pitcher and throwing some light bullpen sessions, do that because we really don't know how long we're going to be out, and then we don't know how long the season's going to continue. A lot of players stayed in Clearwater, and Girardi went on to say that we have to be flexible and let health officials, our government, and Major League Baseball do do what they have to do. With the rest of the sports world suspending their seasons or canceling tournaments, the NFL is attempting to move forward. NFL free agency will officially begin as scheduled on March 18th at 4 p.m. And the legal tampering window will begin at noon today. The NFL sent a memo to teams last night to relay the information. And the news comes hours after the new collective bargaining agreement was passed. With the new CBA, a 17-game regular season schedule will happen possibly as soon as 2021. The, most, the other most notable change in the playoff 
playoff system will be the expanded uh, will be expanded to 14 teams, seven from each conference. This also means just the top seed in each conference will get a bye week in the first round of the playoffs. Hmm. And that's what I have for you this morning in sports. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. And we are uh, back for a week. I'm back. Then. Yes. Very nice to see my family here, my radio family once again. Good to see you guys. Likewise. And you longest, look good. Longest uh, time I've ever taken off for, for being sick. That ever. was a bad. That's what I said to you this morning. Like, that was a wicked one. Yeah, yeah. It hit you. Yeah, wicked it definitely smart. did. It was wicked smart. Wicked. Uh, but I, I finally, listen, this morning, while not on, you know, my favorite, my list of favorite things in the world, getting up at 4 a.m., but yeah. I felt noticeably better this morning. I had been gradually feeling better, but today I feel I feel like all Preston. Well, I, I tell you what, you're, you're all Preston all the time. Thank and, you. And you do you better than anyone. I'll say this. Uh, you were a good example of what I think after all of this, and Dr. Mike has said this, in the future. So we'll get past the coronavirus and, and we'll, we'll adapt. But in future and for years to come, when someone does have the flu or believes they are sick, you are doing a service to your coworkers if you do what Preston did. And he said you sort of led by example. You stay home. Yeah. So that's that's you know, that's part of the deal. And and I, I listen, I've been guilty periodically throughout my life. I gotta go in, I gotta right. go in. And not even thinking about the ramifications. Hey, you know what else? Nobody in my house is sick. Too. So nobody got yeah, it. Yeah, nobody got it. It's that's been great. great. Yeah, we just, you know, I just was smart about it and and wash, kind of, you know, what I did. But I wash my hands. I wash my hands. They, and, and they wash, say about I was touching stuff. Everything else, washing and also trim your fingernails because obviously things can get caught into your fingernails if you're not cleaning. Mm. You know, and ger- germ wise. But you're right, Preston. Above everything else, the hand washing yeah. and, and thinking about what you've touched, trying not to touch your face. Yep. And they say that alone will go miles in helping uh, tamp things down. Yep. So, you know, uh, so I, I'm uh, walking proof that if you just are careful, you don't, you don't, you're not going to be spreading anything around. So it should be cool. So. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, all right. Well, listen, we are we need to go ahead and take a break because we are going to go business as usual. We have a new Word of the Week prize this week. Four-pack of reserve seats to see Incubus and 311 and Bad Flower. This is Sunday, August 23rd, BB&T Pavilion. So listen up at the end of the program. We will get to that. And we have a stack of other prizes to give away. Oh, we also have, you know what, should I do this what? now? Yeah, Why not? We have one to give away right now. Let's let's start off. Is this for, uh, are we doing them one every day? Oh, three for the week, it says here. So we have a new beer of the month to give away. Whoa. I think beer would be a wonderful thing to share right now. And Sly Fox is the new Preston and Steve beer of the month. And I'll take caller number 12, and I will give you a case of Sly Fox Pikeland Pills, a classic Pilsner brewed with German and Czech hops for a crisp, dry beer that pairs well with any spring tri- springtime get-together. I love that beer. That's a great beer. That's fantastic. Excellent. 215-263-WMMR. You can try this and other Sly Fox brews uh, this Friday with Keith at Big Top Keith Beverage. will be there? Keith will be there. No way. And Roslyn from 4.30 to 6.30. Ask so, him to show you his hook. Uh, yeah, please do. Ask <laughs> Keith all about his hook. Caller 12, you get a case of beer. How's about that? Let's take a break. I do have a lot of entertainment stories we're going to get to. Oh, and by the way, we have a guest on the show today. Yeah. It's the one and only Caitlin Olson who will be joining us. Always sunny in Philadelphia and going to be on Curb Your Enthusiasm as well. She's actually in town here Philly, in Philly, but we asked her to fly out to California just for safe distance. To give yeah. us a call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. social distancing yeah, yeah, yeah. is the key. So, all right, we'll take a break and come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. 
Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thank you very much, Cass. So, stupid question this week. We're giving away a pair of tickets in the suite to join Marissa and Nick at the NASCAR Cup Series race May 3rd at Dover International Speedway. And I'm going to do this question because uh, uh, Corona Beer has uh, obviously been the uh, unfortunate recipient of uh, some negative press lately. Right. And uh, so I'm going to do this question. Corona Extra Beer has been brewed in Mexico since what year? Ah. Let's see if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. Corona Extra Beer has been brewed in Mexico since what year? On the rare moment when I did leave the house, I did stop by the beer store, and I bought a case of Corona. And literally, the guy behind me goes, like, Corona. And I'm like, Seriously? Yeah. I'm like, it's. Yeah, why? I, I, I like the way this beer tastes. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. All right, anyway. I got a can of swine flu. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's see. I'm going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. Monday, March 16th, birthdays include Wolfgang Van Halen. Ah, we were just talking about him. We were. Wolfgang the theme for Mary Kenny. is uh, 29 years old. Oh, He's my God. almost 30. I remember when he was born. I do, too. And he and Valerie, Eddie Van Halen and Valerie Bertinelli, their only child together. And now, so, Preston, do you, have, have you had enough exposure to... His playing to... I haven't had any exposure to his playing. I really haven't listened. Heard, yeah, yeah, I've... yeah. I'm one... I mean, I... I listen, I'm sure he's I, I'm fine. sure he's confident yeah. and competent. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we you can't help but think nepotism. And some... He got the gig because his dad. Yeah. You know, that's all there is to it. And I'm sure he taught him to play halfway decent, and there you go. But listen, I haven't given the kid a fair shake, so I can't really speak. So, for example, on, on the Genesis tour, apparently Phil Collins' own son... Is going to be drumming, yeah. yeah. So, who, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nancy Wilson, great musician, Van Hart, sixty-six years old today. Um, some people overlook the fact she is a great guitar player. She's excellent. Yeah. So, happy birthday to Nancy Wilson, who is uh, sixty-six years old. Has she ever done studio stuff for other people? Uh, I'm sure yeah, she yeah. has. I'm sure she has. Yeah. I just don't have an answer for you officially. Hey, it's also Eric Estrada's birthday. Oh. That's right, Punch. Well, maybe the original of the original five memes. Maybe right. Frank Poncherello is uh, 71 His years name old was today. Frank? Frank, yep. Frank Poncherello. Poncherello. yep. I used to love that you show. You know, Chris Pine's father was their captain on that show. I remember hearing that, yeah. Uh, yeah. He had the, uh, I remember Estrada had the tightest police uniform in history. Absolutely. 71 today. I have a lot of birthdays, so I'm going to move on through okay. these. Uh, Flavor Flav ah. celebrates his birthday today. Got uh, thrown out of the group. 61 years old today. Made a name for himself in reality television when he starred on Flavor of Love, if you remember. <laughs> uh, Lauren Graham, who was on uh, Gilmore Girls. She was in uh, The Pacifier and Bad Santa. Bad Santa movie. That's right. <laughs> With Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, I've missed making fun of Bill for a week. Uh... She is 53 today. Todd McFarlane, co-creator of Image Comets, creator of uh, Spawn. I love Spawn. And McFarlane Toys. They're rebooting the movies? 
Uh, 59 today. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then you have uh, actor Alan Tudjik, uh, who you know if you see him, and more importantly, he's become a big-time voiceover artist. Uh, he was the voice in uh, Rogue One uh, K2SO. He was the voice of the mayor of Weaselton and Frozen. Weaselton. Uh, he's also the pirate in um, in uh, Dodgeball. In Dodgeball. And he's in Firefly, the series and movie. He's also in uh, Wreck-It Ralph. He's the voice of King Candy. He does tons of voiceover work. He's so great. That's kind of. I mean, he's he's an on-screen actor, but he, yeah. he's, his voice work has really gotten him a lot over the years. So happy birthday to him. Uh, it's Chuck Woolery's birthday oh! today. Chuck Woolery is 79 years old today. Kathy, didn't you see him at a Sixers game? Oh, was that him? And I he think was it a was. little. He was uh, hammered, he was, right? He was hammered. Was that Chuck Woolery? I think it was. I'll see you in two and two. Yeah. Who, who was the other one? Who was the other host of the those type of shows? There uh, was uh, before. Well, Chuck... no, this is it. It was him. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking right. at the picture. It, that was him. And yes, he was. So he was bombed <laughs> and hitting on at the time. It was um, oh my gosh, who's the one that went to uh, who got in trouble? The, the sports broadcaster Tully. Oh, Don, uh, John, Don, Don Tollison. He was hitting on Don no, Tollison. Don Tollison, the girl that Don Tollison <laughs> like was dating ass. at the time, Jenna Wolf, or somebody that was there with Don, with um, with Don Tollison. Wow. <laughs> Chuck Woolery was hitting on him. It was like a mess, and we were in the concourse of the Wells Fargo Center, and we were supposed to be conducting, you know, a, a little show or yeah. a little game show or whatever. And Matt and I like couldn't keep them all organized. It was it was a mess, but it was, was kind of funny. Huh. He was trash, and then Tully was there with probably trashed as well, and there was some girl. Yeah, it was nuts. Interesting night. Uh, Chuck is 79 today, by the way. Uh, Brooke Burns, who just recently had her husband in here, the director. Yeah, man, Uh, for the uh, the way back. She is uh, 42, Baywatch Hawaii, Dog Eat Dog. She was a host of that for a while. Now she's, you can see her on the Hallmark Channel. She's been on a couple of those. All the freaking time. Yeah. Rodney Pete has his birthday today. And still married, he and Holly Robinson, Pete. For some reason, I thought that'd be a celebrity marriage would have yeah. ended decades ago. No, but that's well, it's real love, Brad. Yes, real love. I love uh, you. So she's, he is 54. And then, locally, it's Joel Embiid's birthday today. No kidding. Wow. Joel Embiid is 26 years old. Joel, do the one, do a 180 and bead. He changed his... Uh, <laughs> he officially <laughs> changed his name, right? Well, so, from the Jeopardy question. On the, from the oh, Jeopardy yeah, yeah. question. And then I, I believe Matt Cord, his last game... Because announced he had ju- announced him that way. He had asked to be announced that way. <laughs> wow. We'll do a 180 and beat. Instead right. of the process. Let's see if we can get a, an answer to the super question. Corona Extra Beer has been brewed in Mexico since what year? I will go to Chris M. on the line. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Good morning, guys. How you guys doing today? Wonderful, sir. Do me a favor. Tell me uh, what year Corona Extra Beer has been brewed since. 1925. That is correct. Wow. Hang on a second, Chris. We're going to set you up, and you get a pair of tickets to join both Marissa and Nick in a suite at the NASCAR Cup Series race May 3rd, Dover International Speedway. NASCAR returns to Dover International Speedway sooner than you think, May 1st through the 3rd. Experience great racing and so much more for tickets and information. Visit DoverSpeedway.com, or you can hit up WMMR.com for this week's big friggin' deal. Two tickets with trackside access passes 
for Sunday, May 3rd for only $99. All right, let's get into the entertainment stuff. I've been away from it for a week, gang. Sure you missed it. We'll start with the box office. Well, around 109 movie theaters were shut down this weekend in New York, Philadelphia, D.C., Boston, Seattle, over the coronavirus fears, obviously, and that's going to be a theme through, the uh, obviously, the, uh, the entertainment report. Yep. The ones that were open did not do very big business. Comscore is calling the weekend uh, $55.3 million, a 22-year low, and down 45% from last weekend and 60% a year ago. So, obviously, the box office struggling and will for the next few weeks. Number one was Onward. It only made $10.5 million, mm. followed by I Still Believe, Bloodshot, Invisible Man, The Hunt, Sonic, uh, the way back was number seven, Call of the Wild. Then you had Emma and Bad Boys for Life. So obviously taking a hit at the box office. So Casey, um, you were away last week, obviously Preston, but Casey brought up the point about I think it was you that brought up well, would movie companies start releasing things sooner? And over the weekend they did. Uh, Disney uh, skipped up the release of the Frozen Two uh, and uh, the rise of. Um, no, the, rise, uh, the last uh, Star Wars film. Uh, I'm yeah, I think it's the Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker for availability. And on Disney Plus, you can get Frozen 2, and you can download uh, Rise of Skywalker now. That's at least five, six weeks ahead of the time that they were going to do it initially. So okay. that's pretty cool. I mean, would you be more inclined so of that box office, right? Um, let's say Invisible Man, because I, yeah, I think yeah. maybe that would be something that would speak to you I, mostly. Yeah, speak. I would watch that at home. If, if that no was problem. available on demand Absolutely. right now? Absolutely. What if for they a regular all... For a regular movie ticket price? Yeah, like yeah. 10 bucks or something like that? Absolutely. Because right now, like on demand, you can rent movies for five ninety nine, Um And but, you, you buy them for like 19 Yeah. Yeah. So if you were to maybe... Uh, Cut that in half, and you know, instead of releasing it in the movie theater, the, the reason yeah. why they're going to sell that is they they figure a family will sit down and watch it, or a couple yeah. people watch it. Yeah, even for nineteen, I would do the you know if, if it came with the extras and stuff like that. Sure, you yeah. know. Uh, so uh, obviously, this uh, whole thing is affecting everybody, even celebs in Hollywood. They're just like us. They are. <laughs> they're just. They're, they're in it with just us, just like us. All right, so I'm going to give you the rundown. By the way, they Purell. They're gated, uh, they're big gates in front of their mansions. They cover them. Yes, absolutely. So Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, they were the first major stars to publicly say that they tested positive, and they are keeping their spirits up and their sense of humor intact while <laughs> waiting it out in a hospital in Queensland, Australia. Tom wrote on social media, well, now, what to do next? Uh, the medical officials have protocols that must be followed. We Hankses will be tested, observed, and isolated for as long as public health and safety requires. Not much more uh, to it than a one-day-at-a-time approach, no? And then on Friday, uh, Rita joked, from here on out, the only Corona I want is from Mexico, and you drink it. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. Like, like the beer, right? Uh, it's a lot like the beer. You're yeah. the beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on Friday, Heidi Klum. I love shared, her both, but she's 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 not very funny. Uh, that she is taking extra health precautions due to coronavirus. Homesick with a fever, she was unable to get a test for the virus. She wrote, "I would love to do the corona test, uh, but there just isn't one here. I've tried with two different doctors, and I just can't get one." Later, the 46-year-old noted that she and her husband Tom uh, Cullitz are keeping their distance while finally getting tested for coronavirus. The America's Got Talent star shared a video of them kissing each other through glass. Mm. Orlando Bloom and his uh, Carnival Road team are leaving Prague after Amazon nixed production. He said on Instagram, adding that he would go into self-quarantine in the U.S. His fiance Katy Perry, meanwhile, left Australia Friday, canceled interviews to go home. Uh, she had been scheduled to perform at a uh, bushfire 
uh, relief concert. She and Bloom are expecting their first child together. Obviously, we know that. Uh, Amy Schumer, uh, meanwhile, is tossing her diet and exercise plans <laughs> in a bid to practice social distancing, she said right. on Instagram. She said, hey, guys. So I just found out that me going to the gym today was canceled. You guys know I love going to the gym, but I can't make it. It's canceled. And eating better? Nope, she wrote. And, uh, yeah, worst of all is I was supposed to kind of eat better today, and that's been canceled, too. Uh, well, so we'll probably talk about this later in some form or another, but the um, the amount of New Year's resolutions that were canceled in light of all this. I, yeah. Seri- I was like, I, I I've been I seeing that on social media. Okay, people giving themselves special dispensation from their. Oh, no there's going to be a spike in waking big oh, yeah. time. <laughs> All right, so Vanderpump Rules star Lala Kent. That's a star. It is now. Okay. Uh, joked that she was. And I have a few of them in here. Yeah. Uh, joked that she was going to get coronavirus for a publicity boost. She said on her Instagram story. I fingered the guy. That she fingered a guy. (laughs) No, she said on her Instagram story, so I may get in trouble for this, but it's okay. I just don't feel that God would give me coronavirus before I get married. Hmm. I just don't see that happening to me. Okay. Let's just say I do get it before my wedding. I feel that means that God is like, bitch, you need to get a little publicity. That's the only way I would get, get it, I feel. She says. Okay. Okay. She, she really uh, needs to shut up. She does. Shut the f*** up! <laughs> She's married to the Irishman producer, Randall Emmett. They got married on April 18th. Oh, lucky uh, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, now, a number of shows and movies have been canceled or postponed. Uh, here you go. BTS, Chaim, and Miley Cyrus concerts have all been nixed. Now, what do I do <clears throat> with my Chaim tickets? It's Haim. I'm calling him Haim. <laughs> right. I like Haim. It's not Haim. It's Haim. Haim. H-A-I-M? Yeah. It's Haim. Okay. Well, I thought it was that uh, the threesome Jewish uh, group, <laughs> the three girls and her sisters. Are they Jewish? Yeah. Oh, well, how's they... it pronounced? Nick, do a quick check on it. As in Lachaim? Thank you, sir. Maybe right. uh, you might be right. Uh, Is it Chanuka or Hanukkah? <laughs> I apologize. It's Chanuka. Right. It's Chanuka, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they have uh, canceled large-scale shows and exhibits, including uh, Broadway performances and Walt Disney resorts. Uh, Nickelodeon has postponed the 2020 Kids Choice Awards for, and uh, Paley Fest 2020 has been bumped. What the hell is Paley, Paley Fest? Paley Fest? No. Okay, you're uh, right, Preston. Uh, ha. Lachaim? Lachaim. As in Lachaim. Yeah. All right, anyway. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Production on The Bachelorette, The Morning Show, Grey's Anatomy, Russian Doll, and The Prom have also been halted. Netflix has halted all North American uh, productions. So the things that hit me the most that you just mentioned were um, BTS and The Bachelorette. Okay. Uh, Clearly. Uh, release and premieres for Fast and Furious 9, Little Fires Everywhere, The Lovebirds, No Time to Die, Peter Rabbit 2, and A Quiet Place 2 have also been delayed. I want to tell everyone that our Fast and Furious family <laughs> they ain't going to pause, but you're our family too. Never forget that. Isabel family. Family. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, theater chains, including AMC Theaters and Regal, have slashed movie seating capacity in half to keep people safe and curb the spread of coronavirus. 
Uh, AMC will not allow more than 250 people in any auditorium. Okay. As so of now. I wonder if and they're... And then they'll close. Exactly. Yeah. And then they'll start to let 20 people... <laughs> right. Right, right, right. I wonder if they'll start doing one person per theater at a time and Ooh. then start to increase the numbers. Have, Have you, you ever dream been? World? <laughs> you know, for, yes. Oh, my God. Honestly, the joy of all joys is going into a theater. I remember my wife and I going to see the movie Clifford, the uh, Martin Short movie. <laughs> we were the only two people in the theater. The theater was so small when I stood up, you could see the shadow of my head on the screen. Wow. <laughs> I mean, but uh, it was blissful. Yeah. It is nice when you when you have that. Right. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter estimates that uh, the fallout could total $20 billion for Hollywood. Uh, more than 168,000 people have been diagnosed uh, with more than 4,600 deaths. I'm sure that's nationwide, or I mean worldwide. So, All right, anyhow, so the movies are taking a hit. All right, what else I have here for you? Let's see. Uh, okay, let's go with this. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow gooped. She gooped. Yeah. The lifestyle may even seem to forget the world was wrapped up in an economy and life-threatening pandemic when she blithely hawked pricey designer gear on Instagram, and critics complained. You just don't do that. She captioned a shot of herself, now deleted, in a white shirt, khaki uh, skirt, and sneakers, writing, Most days you'll find GP wearing G-label with a pair of sneakers, which is one reason we make it an annual tradition to put together a fresh sneaker guide each year. Get ready to cover some serious ground. Run, don't walk. Hmm. And some of her followers weren't having it. Uh, and listen, you know, it, it's funny because <laughs> when when things like this happen, uh, I guess as a celebrity, you're expected to comment only on the things of the world. You- and and if, you, if you deviate from that, you have somehow... Shirked your responsibilities. What you've provided, though, is a platform for people to feel better about themselves for calling you on it. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, listen, it was was a little... Uh, it's. I don't think she meant any ill harm by no, it. Of course she didn't. Paltrow's outfit included a $450 silk trouser skirt and $425 pair of sneakers, by the way. So if you got a spare four and a quarter, you want to buy some sneakers... There you go. I think what people were really upset about is when she went down to Nashville after the tornadoes and started selling real estate. I think that that was a slap. That's tacky. That's tacky. Pitch Perfect star Brittany Snow has married her realtor beau, Tyler Staniland, I guess is how you say his last name, uh, in an outdoor ceremony in Malibu over the weekend. How many attendees? I don't know. Uh, uh, she said, "They're able def- to space six feet apart." There's definitely going to be tacos and other food that we like. The vibe is very comfort food. She told people about before the wedding. I think this is Brittany Snow's first marriage, unless I'm incorrect. I don't know. Uh, she said everyone should feel like they just picked this up when they were drunk one night and wanted fried mac and cheese or whatever. How dare they get married with the coronavirus going on? Uh, the pair <laughs> met. How dare they? When he actually reached out to me on Instagram, she said, and with a really lame pickup line. Uh, uh, they had several friends in common, apparently. She said, we got tacos after years of being infatuated with one another and forgot how to speak entirely. You know who introduced them? No. Tom, Tom Skiffington. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Real to Tom he, Skiffington. He had that kind of reach. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stanilan recalled saying there was a certain amount of tequila consumed, and then we started talking a lot. Then we fell in love, and nothing's really changed. I love you, Brady Stall. We're still here. <laughs> I love you. You know what you are? You're pitch perfect. <laughs> We're still eating tacos and margaritas together. So, did you get? Uh, you got totally tanked at your wedding, right? Oh my god, yes. yeah. <laughs> I think oh you. Do you cite god. that as the most at blotto you've ever been? No, no. no okay. No. I've been blind drunk before. That was that wasn't my first rodeo, Steve. But it just happened on my wedding night. 
Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oscar winner, uh, Teka Watiti. Yes. And the Academy Award-nominated Chelsea Win Stanley quietly split two years ago. What? It was just reported. Yeah, the 44-year-old pair share two daughters. Now, I'm going to try with the names here. Seven-year-old Tay Henikahu, uh, Kehu, I think, and four-year-old <laughs> Matiwa uh, Kiratapu. I got him. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Watiti has moved on, Page Six reports, with his former assistant on Thor Ragnarok and Hunt for the Wilder People, Polly Stoker. We all good on that? Yeah, you got them all. Uh, It's funny how they can keep, well, now he's obviously a lot more prominent than he was a while ago because he's had an Academy Award-nominated film. Yep. But uh, it always amazes me that these things can happen and they don't get, somehow they fall to the cracks. Yeah. In this gossip-hungry world we live in, and with you constantly on the prowl. For I'm right here yeah. on top of all of it, and I don't know like a how panther. every now and then when they slips by me. Hey, Rebel Wilson announced a social media hiatus amid the coronavirus panic. The Australian Pitch Perfect star wrote that she was celebrating her 40th birthday. She wrote, this is my gorgeous mother singing in the background. Now that International Birthday Week is well and truly over and I'm back home and nothing that exciting is going to happen over the next few weeks, I'm going to get off social media for a bit She's and, still con- doing- and concentrate back on the more important things. Is she just still doing the live streaming sex stuff? I didn't know she did that at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people that are doing this. Uh, bailing from social media because it's been so inundating and, and just exhausting over the last week. So people are taking a break. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and for many people, who, especially people who are prone to anxiety yeah. and uh, uh, who uh, just want to take a breather, it will not hurt you to walk away. You know the specifics right now. And uh, that's a good idea. You may actually find it quite liberating, to huh. tell you the truth. I know that I, I just, I dabble. I, it's, it's at an arm's length yeah. for me, which is weird because of the business I'm in. Because, uh, you know, some people... Hyper focus on on that as well as as part of and connected to being on the radio or being in the media or something like that. I like keeping it at a nice arm's length. It feels kind of nice. We have Marissa who does a lot of it. I, I'm on Twitter's kind of my stomping grounds with an occasional Insta foray, but for the most part, uh, yeah, I, I think we've all sort of picked our our social media outlets, and mm-hmm. that's what you do. Hey, uh, Eva Murray, Susan Sarandon's daughter, oh my God. stunningly gorgeous. Oh my God. Welcomed her third child with her estranged husband, Kyle Martino. Now, I don't really, I, I don't know how long ago they broke up. That's how you do it. Right. You yeah. get married, you get divorced, and then you start having then kids. Then you have kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so Friday is Friday's yeah. when they had the baby. What? That was the progression? Yeah, the plans are to eventually, by the end of the year, okay. start dating. Well, this is their third one. All right. Uh, but they're apart. So. Okay. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it might have been a case where the child was conceived while they were together. Yeah, I'm, and then that's—I would hope so—that's it, or maybe who knows? Some sometimes, you know, Preston. Throughout life, the truth is, is that post-fight or breakup sex is can be can be. Oh yeah, quite wonderful. Okay. Steve, I know that you're a fan of Salma Hayek, and we're speaking of a hot offspring. Have you seen her daughter? Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. How old is she? I, I hope she's over to, eighteen. Do the math. I swear, I swear to God, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. It's uh, yes. In who, fact, who is it? Salma Hayek. Oh, Salma Hayek. She has a a, a very Beautiful young daughter, and we will... She's a fine lady. I'm sure her grades are good. Yes. Uh, go to school and stay away from drugs. Yes. Uh, Nick will verify <laughs> that information for you, Casey. By the way, so uh, Eva Murray uh, gave birth, and she wrote, uh, he arrived safely and sweetly at home March 13th, oh. weighing 7 pounds, 11 ounces, 21 inches. That is exactly the same size as uh, Parker was. Wow. Uh, a Murray announced... That's in, a Murray. ...in a weekly... <laughs> Newsletter for her website called 
Happy Eva After. Oh. Or Eva After, I guess. Anyway, uh, or maybe I pronounced her name Eva. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, the mother and daughter star, star shares Marlo and Major with Martino. Marlo, Major, and Martino? I do like that name, Major. That's not bad. Uh, so, anyhow. Uh, I like, do, do you good, like good uh, news for them. Yeah, Major's a good name. Would you? It's the only sort of quasi-military. Yeah. Sarge. Sarge, Maybe I think would be your good. Daughter your daughter Sarge. Is Sarge, and yeah. this is Lieutenant. I like the British pronunciation. <laughs> Go to the British version of it. <laughs> Did you find out what the age of Selma Hayek's daughter is? I think it's her stepdaughter case. Is this the one you're talking about? Uh, no, they were talking about uh, her daughter who looks okay. like her. Very much like Selma Hayek. Yeah, right. it's like her twin. She has a stepdaughter who's a fashion model, and she's 19, so she's legal. But I don't know about the her actual daughter. I just don't ever remember her being pregnant, but... You know, these things just... Uh, we forget that celebrities are just like us. Yeah. They are. yeah. And they get pregnant as well. Hey, uh, Madison... So we have our, our Bachelor uh, news. Yes. Bachelor and Bachelorette news. Madison Pruitt and Peter Weber split shortly after their final appearance on The Bachelor. And Us Weekly reports that the pair were spotted grabbing lunch in L.A. on Thursday. And things seemed tense. I love you. Yeah. But the, I love lunch. Uh, the... <laughs> You love lunch? I love lunch. Yeah. It's the perfect way. If you're hungry between breakfast and dinner, <laughs> lunch. Love it. I love it. Uh, the eyewitness said it looked like the uh, conversation was intense. And listen to this. They said Madison had both hands on her temples for multiple minutes. You must be Jewish. Oh, my goodness. You must be Jewish? Temple? Oh, temp- oh. That's, no, it's not the same thing. Oh. So. So she had she had her her hands on her. Temp- You're so stupid. Her temples for multiple minutes. <laughs> she looked extremely uncomfortable. Maybe she was trying to make him explode with her brain. Maybe she is sitting on her keys. <laughs> uh, he was doing a are lot you, of. He, you, do you, is your aunt Flo in town? The, the eyewitness said he was doing a lot of nodding and furrowing his eyebrows. I'm gonna furrow my eyebrows now. <laughs> <laughs> That, do you actually have to make a noise? Or Feel you're, the burn. Just <laughs> working out your eyebrows? Can empty my eyebrow tank. Uh, she was doing most of the talking. This uh, Shut up. Said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to read. What's that word? Bagel. Speaking of Bachelor Nation, Tyler Cameron and Hannah Brown were spotted together. I at, love you. At Palm Beach International Airport. I love this airport. With Cameron picking Brown up. <laughs> Uh, the pair have been on I'd and love off to pick you up. again a few times. So <laughs> you love who, lamp. Who knows? <laughs> he loves lamp. He loves lunch. <laughs> he definitely loves lunch. All right. Uh, let me see one more story, and then we'll have to move along. Uh, this is great. I, I love that these guys are as tight as they are. Patrick Stewart has revealed that uh, he was married by his best friend and X Men co star Ian McKellen. Yeah. It's so great. I mean, it's right out of the X Men movies. They that, are but they're Professor X and Magneto. And Magneto, because they in in the, if you brought, follow the comic book lore, they were actually the closest of friends. They were, but then they became mortal well, enemies because of their uh, uh, their ideologies. I like when uh, in in uh, Unbreakable and in uh, Glass when Shyamalan points out that that is that is a construct of so many comics. Yeah, but I think the most. That's one of the most, if not the most famous. Yeah. But the fact that these guys in real life are, are as that. tight as yeah, they yeah. are. So the situation that was highly irregular, the Star Trek star married Sonny Ozell in two separate weddings. One in Reno, her hometown, and one in L.A. where they live. 
Uh, Patrick said, we learned that Ian could not use his ministry credentials in Nevada. I'm a minister of the Universal Life Church of Modesto, California. Which is where we were getting married. So we invited Ian and two of our guests and a theater director to a Mexican restaurant for dinner. He said, and, and they, I like lunch. Uh, they were really closing down when we got there. It was pretty late. And Ian had brought him a kind of robe, but our guests had no idea what was happening. And, in fact, we were formally married in a Mexican restaurant. So it was basically like a flash wedding. That's great. I love it. I love it. Um, All right. Yeah, we should get on to the clips. So let's do this. The resident focuses on the lives and duties of staff members at Chastain Park Hospital. Mm. While delving into the bureaucracy practices of the hospital industry, in this clip, Matt Zucri discusses the possibility of delving into his character Conrad's military background. Here we go. It depends on how long the show goes to see what, uh, how much we'll delve into that world. Of course, we hit on it a lot in season one, um, but there's always that potential backstory there that we can tap into. Uh, The Resident airs tomorrow night at 8 on Fox. Here's the next clip. For 10 seasons, we have followed Larry David as he faces life's smallest annoyances and curb your enthusiasm. And in this clip, the star creator and writer discusses what he expected in regards to that show's longevity or lack thereof. Uh, I I thought Seinfeld was going to be one season. I just don't... uh... I first of all, I, I don't know. I just couldn't imagine it going this long for sure. My agent once said to me, "You know, back in those days, says, you know, if you do ten seasons, you could get into syndication." And, and I, I laughed in his face. And here I am, ten seasons later. Yeah! Curb your enthusiasm airs Sunday nights, ten forty-five on HBO. Later on this morning, we're going to have uh, one of the stars of that show, Caitlin Olson. In fact, she sent a clip that's up, I think, in the uh, studio here. Yeah. Uh, she will be joining us this morning uh, to uh, chat. So that's uh, about 9.30. We're going to talk to uh, Caitlin. So looking forward to that. All right. And uh, that's your entertainment report. Did you feel good? I'm back in the throes of it. To get your entertainment on? Yep. To get my cred back in uh, in place. I feel good. Uh, so uh, one under the belt. Many more to go. All right. Uh, with that, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. We got uh, beautiful sunshine arriving. We are going to have clouds coming in a little bit later on today. I have about 51 or so, maybe a little bit of rain tomorrow. I'll give you the, the detailed forecast because things are a little wild this week and, and, and like it hasn't already been so far this year, but I'll get to that when we return. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Dirty Honey. Ozzy Osbourne. Keys. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Later on this morning, around 9.30, uh, the amazing, lovely, super-duper cool Caitlin Olson will be joining us. So uh, looking forward to talking to her. Uh, the last week or so, this particular program has had to become very fluid. <laughs> and kind of rolling with the punches. Rolling with the changes, Steve. Rolling with the changes. We Once kept again. on rolling. Kept on rolling. We learned the, honestly, is there anything REO Speedwagon did not predict? Not <laughs> That song alone. Just alone. You're everyone, oh, Nostradamus, Nostradamus. REO Speedwagon. Yeah, come on, man. Let's um, give them their due. What was it like? Uh, so that was the longest you've been out. <laughs> yes. 
There you go. There we go. We got uh, Longest in my professional career that I've ever been away from work. Uh, and it was, I was telling Casey, so so I, for those who don't know, um, and you guys covered it well while I was gone, but I, I had the flu. I had influenza B. And this was on the beginning of this whole, you know, everybody's starting to get quite concerned about uh, coronavirus. And I, I was curious if I had that because, listen, I just, I got sick around this time. These cases were starting to pop up and went to Dr. Mike and, you know. What day, what day was it Monday? It was Monday yeah. that I went to see right, Dr. Yeah, Mike, yeah. a week right. ago today, right, that, yeah. that, that I went to go see him. I started feeling funky uh, the Thursday night, the night before Cardboard Classic. I started sneezing and, and was you know, started feeling uh, sinus drainage and all that. I'm like, great, I'm getting a cold or something like that. Right, right. I eventually, I ended up getting chills and fever, and I'm like, okay, this is more than a cold. Um, but it was weird because I was telling Casey off air all last week while you guys were doing the show, uh, I I just didn't feel like doing anything at all. Right. Normally, like a week off of work would have seemed like an eternity especially since I wasn't going anywhere or doing anything. And you would think the days would kind of just drag out and seem like they went. It actually zipped right by just because I didn't feel How like much sleeping did you do? Anything. I did a lot of sleep. A lot of sleeping. Okay. A lot of sleep. I slept till like 8, 30, 9 o'clock every morning, which was wild. Yeah. And even on the weekends, I'll get up at, you know, yeah. 7 at the latest. Uh, but I just, I, I, I didn't even feel like changing the television channel I, wow. I, there wasn't well, yeah. anything i wanted to watch or oh you know this is a great opportunity to catch up on this and that i but just didn't want to do you anything. weren't in the mood to ass- to uh, yeah. assimilate any of that stuff that too- sounds like the flu yeah you know it just it, it, it incapacitates you. you you don't want to do anything you just want to get through it and and I, it came in waves of feeling crappy but i never felt like oh i want to die you know like one of those like like puking and diarrhea and just you just the ultimate of of miserable. I just felt like, bleh. I don't, so want, to, can... I don't want to do anything. My energy level is zero. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to watch anything. It was just kind of like that. You so know? that's why, strange. like now, is they're doing, they're going to, you know, as the, the testing becomes more available, they're going to, they said they're going to find out people actually had coronavirus and did not know because in, in a lot of the cases, a, a percentage, a large percentage, it will present as regular flu. Mm-hmm. One thing it will do, though, in, a, in with a number of people, will drive up um, the, your, your temperature. Will spike. You, you said you're running a fever. What was I, your fever? I did. I, did, I, I, I never really. I, I knew it because I had chills, chills. and yeah, then, yeah, I, yeah. then I was sweating. Sure. Uh, the next day, but but I didn't actually take my temperature, so I don't know what I I don't know what I topped out on. By the time I got to Doctor Mike, my temperature had leveled off, so I wasn't. I wasn't spiking a fever or anything like that. So I have the the 360 bed at home, which has a a built-in rectal thermometer, which is, uh, yeah, so I just sleep on that. And if it hits a certain temperature, Uh, bells go off. Right. Um, uh, but I, I feel like a new person and nobody in my house got sick. So which is listen, a, a blessing. And I was living in confined quarters with everybody yeah. and, and nobody else got sick. So that's, that's great. So we're, you know, it, I, I practiced caution and, and everything's cool. So. Well, Mike was saying, and that was honesty. So, you know, we, we are of a kind that we have a, 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 a solid work ethic, you know, and we, we, we like people who have the same. And over the years, unless you'll move heaven and earth to get in here and I think Preston, you know, Mike was the one who was saying, you know, you've you've got to lead by example. If you're gonna pro- if you're gonna profess this is the way to do oh. it, you, you've got you've got to you've got to do it yourself. This is Mike on the phone with me. Now you're not going in tomorrow. <laughs> I know you think that you're fine. 
you're definitely not playing a goddamn gig this weekend. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, he's just throwing this stuff at me, laying down the law going, you're not going anywhere. And I'm like, Mike, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to go in on Friday. They're going to... No. Part of the show is going to go down to Florida, and, and I need to be here to helm this. I'll be careful. You're not doing that. And Which I, prompted a phone call to me. Really? Uh, yes, oh, no because way. he said that we were going to Florida. So he called me on, was it, I think it was Friday, and he goes, are you home? <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, I'm, you're still there? Get home. Uh-huh. Text me when you're home. <laughs> he yells I was at like, you. Okay, he's like, well, when are you going home? And I'm like, Sunday. Sunday? <laughs> You have to go today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you, you need that, that sort of, but, but to that point, to the large point, Nick, I, I, I know you had something to add as well, uh, but to that point, to that initial point is that um, I think we've all at some, you know, every flu season, and again, this is nothing to, to make light of, it's serious, yeah. but every year, um, you know, the, the flu claims a lot of lives, and I think in just... I think I'm going to be aware from I know I'm going to be aware from here on in during flu season. Now, we all got our flu shots, most of us. And um, the truth of the matter is, is that I'm going to be a little bit more cautious in subsequent flu seasons. And that would, for me, would manifest with if I feel I might have something, I'm going to be more likely to stay home because... It's not about you. It's about your coworkers. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's, it's a really good uh, mindset, Steve. And, and uh, Preston, I think one of the benefits of getting sick, at, at least at this time of year, is that at least the weather's been kind of nice and warmer. So you can, It has. You can open up the windows. You can feel like there's at least fresh air coming into your house, and then you can sort of clean everything afterwards. It, it's better now than it is in, in December or, or January. I didn't leave the house for almost a week. That's amazing. I, I didn't go anywhere. and uh, No, like not on your deck, nothing. I mean, I stepped out into the garage. No, I didn't no, really. Like, same underwear all week? No, no, oh, I didn't God, change I the underwear. <laughs> but but I, I have to tell you, with the, the shutting down of, of all this stuff, just from a personal standpoint of me being sick, it timed out perfectly. So I it didn't make things worse. So ended up not going to Florida. Ended up not playing Saturday night. Uh, that was canceled. Our St. Patrick's Day thing tomorrow canceled. Yeah. So with me... Being ill, it actually timed out because I would have tried to gone ahead and done sure, some of those sure. things. You know, it's just our nature, and also, but does it? It does in your mind, and I know you because you're exactly the way I am. It's like I've I've got to do this. I owe this. I owe this to the. Uh, and, and well, we work as a group. We work too, as a group, and, yeah. and it's you know, if if one of us is gone, it's it's uh, everybody else has to work a little bit harder, and you don't want to put that upon anybody else. You, you know what I mean? You know, so, Preston. When I had when uh, going back, because I always take in life, you take things that you frame, uh, and and how you approach life after that. When I was out of work years ago. And I was going up for jobs and I, I was being told like I was too good or not, whatever the, the deal was. It, that reset my mindset. 9-11 for many, you know, for us as all of us sort of reset. When I had the cancer scare in, in 2014 and you you start to, you know, you, you start to, these little things, you carry little bits of, lo- of, of logic and little bits of wisdom with you with each of those experiences. Mm-hmm. And I think this will produce... An equal result for a lot of people. I agree. Uh, I, I would also mention that last week uh, I, we we did fine. It was weird not having you here, Preston. Um, Friday was an odd show, and and it wasn't bad. It just was. It was me, Steve, and Casey here. Marissa, Kathy, and Rodney in Florida, and you at home in bed. And it just it, and and uh, the offices were in the process of shutting down. 
Um, we didn't quite know what what was going on. I I had just I was carrying around a weird feeling. I don't know if it was anxiety or what all day on Friday. Nick, how weird did you feel going through Kathy's desk the way we? Well, did? yeah, it was just so weird. Well, Preston like had that bag of cash on the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel that weird. I usually go through her stuff anyway. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. So it was so normal for it was you. Totally yeah. normal for me. I I can't believe you traveled, Kathy. I can't I, believe I you did that. So I don't know if you I, you weren't here, so you didn't hear the story. But I, I got on the plane. Marissa and I walked on, and you know we were giddy, laughing. We had had a drink and. And there were two listeners that were going down. They were actually going to come to the game on Friday or were supposed to. They were going to come hang out with us. And the, the guy just looked at me. He goes, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, what? Why? Because I'm flying? He goes, yeah. Uh-huh. You, 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 you need, and obviously we all know how germaphobic you are, but you, you went down. And honestly, like Rodney, it sounded great with you guys down there on Friday, and and what he was able to swing. Uh, we were we had a FaceTime feed, so we were looking yeah, at cool. you. Yeah. So when we were we were conducting an interview, I'd see you raise your hand. A lot of people may not know that when we have interviews in the studio or whatever, a lot of times if we have something to say, we raise our hands. So that helped it flow. But you're right, it was such a like a. From from your perspective, that's why I asked you what was it like as all this stuff is is breaking to be home, but you were so tired and recuperating, yeah. you, you couldn't you couldn't even divert attention to that. Yeah, I just I was I was ill. I mean, it yeah. wasn't like you know some people who are now uh, who their maybe their industry is shutting down for the time being, which is happening unfortunately, but I understand why are going to find themselves a lot of extra time on their hands yeah. and maybe be bored and looking for things to do. But I just didn't feel like doing anything. It's funny, though, when when, uh, when some of these uh, shutdowns start to happen, I, I did see a, a tweet from Mark Maron, which I thought nailed it on the head. He's like, I forgot how much I love doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, But some people are going to find themselves with a lot of extra time on their hands and, and looking to, to, to fill that time. My, my biggest concern is with Marissa, who is the absolute, who virtually never spends time at home. And and I would say this is that this weekend, and again, for, there, this is absolutely, we know it's impacting people in all different sorts of ways. But for me, this weekend was not much different than any other weekend, you know? And, and, and for, but for, for people who are, prone to get cabin fever quickly it could be an issue yeah it really is and my friends and i have been speaking about this you know that we do have to take it seriously um it it didn't really occur to me because when we were down in florida kathy i think you'll agree it was spring break down there it was like nothing was wrong yeah they were saying preston that it was uh like do you just think it was f this i'm down here regardless i'm just gonna well that was I think it wasn't even like, I mean, there was some like cleaning measures. You could see yeah. people were wiping doors down and people, you know, were right. you could see using their arm to like get in and out of places. But it sort of was just, it was beautiful weather. People yeah. were out. They were having drinks. They were enjoying themselves. They were on the beach. So, yeah, it just seemed like nothing really was wrong. And when you're on vacation, you kind of miss the news cycle. So you kind of, you have to go out to eat. You have to entertain yourself in those ways because if not, you're just in a hotel room and you might not be watching the news. So I was watching footage of uh, people celebrating regardless um, the... Erin Express and there, oh, yeah. that went out. Well, there were people out. They, they, I was yeah, watching I saw, on the news. Oh, yeah, because there, there were this morning. I saw a ton of pictures of people lined up at bars at eight a.m. and I mean lined up around yeah. the block. You know, yeah. Well, because Philadelphia is saying still go out to restaurants and stuff. So I guess they. Uh, that's what, I, I guess they, no, that's what Mayor, no. They just changed it, right? No. Uh, Mayor Kenny's actually uh, has, he rescinded that. He said that that was a mistake, that he shouldn't have said it, and uh, that people oh, should yeah. not go out to restaurants. Oh, oh good. Uh, and restaurants and bars are closing anyway, or yeah. closed last night at midnight, so mm-hmm. you, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, but the, not, not in can't. Philadelphia. 
No, in Philadelphia. It's, uh, do a state, check. I thought. All right, so let, let's make yeah. sure that we're imparting the right If you could do the, the most recent check The information on that. that I have, it's, it's the county. Was counties. it by county? It's by counties, and oh, okay. it's not in Philadelphia. Okay. Okay, so, so yeah, because he was t- in, in well, the inquiry this morning. Suit. Yeah, yeah I, you would imagine eventually yeah. that's going to happen, but, sure. um, but yeah. Yeah, it didn't hit me until Saturday night when I got home. I was I decided not to go out to eat. I was going to make myself some food. So I walked to the supermarket, and the supermarket was empty. And you guys have talked about <laughs> how crazy it was, but I was not ready for what was actually ensuing. So it was kind of scary to get off the plane because I had just been in this, like, I don't know, I want to call it la-la land. Yeah. Kind of in this bubble for a minute, and then we got home, and I was like, oh, crap, this is real. So I went to the supermarket over the, the weekend, and, and, and there was stuff, the shelves, if you, you know, it's it's not like... There were certain things that were obviously hand sanitizer was missing. There was some toilet paper, uh, but not a lot. They just looked like, you know, the big snowfall and people had gone in and started. Well, you you went or did you go out or did you? uh, I went yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is the same sort of thing. And and the thing that we pointed out, Preston, at the end of last week is that um, trucks are still delivering. They're still, deliveries are still coming through. It's not like a snowstorm where the uh, the lines of delivery are shut down. Right. So you will see it. And, And so to that point, that's why the... We strongly were admonishing against hoarding. It's not necessary. More stores were sorry. More, more stores were were putting uh, a, a ban on on like the hoarding, the overbuying. You could only buy two yeah. cases of water at a time. Yeah. Sure, and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, to answer your initial uh, concern, Steve, um, I spent yesterday uh, helping my boyfriend out at his bar. He does own a bar in Delaware County, right. so he spent the whole day deciding what to do. You know, he was expecting people for the union game on Saturday, and that kind of got blown up. So, right. Right. Um, you know, it was faster family, you know, just deciding what to do. But but they are closed, so I helped him out with that. And then I went home, and I did some food shopping, and I'm ready to hunker down for the week. There you go. Oh. Yeah, because they're saying <laughs> approximately two weeks of hunkering down. Yeah. So my um my kids' school was uh, one of the last. You heard about all these schools all over the uh, the Delaware Valley being shut down for a couple of weeks, and right. And uh, my kids had school all the way up until Friday, and now they're they're off for a couple of weeks. And um, I think my household is is um. We are uh, kind of being a little strict, and and I'm totally for it with the um, with the guidelines. You know, we're we're trying not to go out and and all that sort of stuff. And then other people are using this as like, well, it's spring break. You know, let's have play dates and all that sort of stuff. And it's it it's sort of frustrating because it's like, well, we're trying to do the right thing, and then we can see on social media that. Other people aren't trying to do, you know, and yeah, like, yeah, it's, no, it's frustrating to see. Wait, Don't so you're not okay media. with the the play dates? No, I'm I'm not really. I mean, I mean, you can't. What are you going to do? Completely isolate them? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of what you. Yes. I, mean, I don't know. I, I'm okay with like uh, a play be, date or two. Well, because Who are the kid, you? Well, because what what is he going to do? He's going to sit home and play Nintendo Switch all the time. If it's someone you feel is is listen vetted or 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 whatever, you can't know conclusively. Also, they're they're. I I get it. I think that's your own personal choice, and I don't. I think I think ultimately, in the larger sense, if you're not going out, you know, uh, if you apply the guidelines with logic and and well, and, well I am, well, and that's the thing. The, the thing like, is, is that we're you know again, it's it's all part of the the this spike that is predicted once these tests get out. If we can do everything we can to keep that spike as nominal as possible, that means we can hopefully wrap this up a little bit and, and start going on the other side. I so think we're all going to have purpose. like five different philosophies in this yeah, room. And, yeah. and my philosophy with, uh, you know, not doing the play date thing is because 
kids don't show symptoms as severely as, as adults do. So, like, you know, a child might have the coronavirus and, you know, only have like a sniffle or like a or, or not show any signs, but really be transmitting it. So that's why I'm trying to stay away from the whole play date thing. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I was nervous about you traveling, not just for you, Kathy, but for me and, and Marissa as well. Like, I don't know if you were exposed to anything while you were traveling. Right. And there's not necessarily... Uh, clear logic to everything that I'm thinking right now either, you know, so some of it is, is fear-based, uh, and so you just try and rise above the fear, but you also try and remain logical, and one way, Steve, to tamp down that spike is by social distancing, is by eliminating play dates, is by eliminating going out to restaurants and bars, and so I'm just, I'm, K- Casey, with you on, on airing on the side of extreme caution, I didn't go anywhere this weekend. To that point of social distancing, on, on Twitter I, I posted, because the, the champion of social distancing was now. <laughs> and I and I and yes. I, I posted uh, yeah. on uh, social media her top five suggestions for effective uh, <laughs> social distancing. So you can you can I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can call it. go through those. Yeah, I mean I think they make sense. Yeah, I, I went out yesterday and I didn't want to. My my cat has a freaking cold. And so I had to take him. It's to, okay. It's syphilis. It's not syphilis. Uh, he has a, an upper respiratory infection, and he's 18 years old. And I'm like, I'm sitting there with my wife. I'm like, what do I do? She's like, well. I'd rather you go today than like a week from today or or two weeks from today because we don't know where this thing's headed. So I, I went to I went to the emergency vet. They had precautions set sure. in place. Like they were like, all right, you're going to sit here. You're going to put the thing here. We're not going to actually touch. You're going to take this pen. You're going to keep this pen. Uh, you can either keep the pen or throw the pen away when you're done. Blah 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 blah. You know all that. So for, <laughs> yes, exactly. And and you do right. You can you can take steps and measures to. Yeah. To do that, I was curious because you and I were texting. I think it was yesterday. I was talking about my my son to fill the time has been uh, making jams and jellies yes. at home. Yeah, uh, and you had said you wanted to cook. You wanted to make homemade churros. Churros, yeah, but you didn't have any flour. And yeah. I said, you know, they sell that stuff at the store. And I'm trying to stay away from. Well, listen, Preston. And, I, and, I and then you got back to me. You're like, I'm not going anywhere. And I didn't know if that was because you didn't want to deal with crowds and lines, or you quite literally just don't want to go anywhere in public. Uh, I don't want to go anywhere in public. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, live your life. Man. I, I I was out. I I went to my single trainer gym on Saturday, and I I hit primo. Uh, and I you know, and it was I I took my precautions. Yeah. You know? So you know, doorknobs and all that stuff, and and did the deal, and they were taking precautions as well. At some point, you know, you can dramatically reduce the the exposure. And what people say, and Preston said it earlier. It's really the it's the hand washing. It's not touching your your face. I accidentally just did it. So I pointed to my face, uh-huh. but but it's all part of the deal. And Dude, I touch my face all right. the time. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, I watch see your you know finger what? go places. All maybe, the time. Yeah. maybe it's time <laughs> to get to know your balls. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, straight from the face. Maybe it's time to drop down and spend the weekend God. with your nutsack. That's where my hands have been the past week. <laughs> I've been sitting on a couch with my hands <laughs> cupping my testicles. It's so much fun to play with. It's comforting. Yeah. Yeah. I have, if you'd like, the um, the Nell uh, suggestions. Okay, President. Sure, go ahead. uh, Number one is Cridalon Bordebray. (laughs) Cridalon Bordebray? Yeah. Number two is Tie Tie Ordelay. And number three is Rangul Tate with the parenthesis Gull Crotter. (laughs) (laughs) And four, I couldn't transcribe because there was just a lot of spit. And then at number five was Benyon Tai Tai Catalan Tai Tai. Okay. Oh, okay. And I think if we follow those simple guidelines, yeah. I mean, because, you know, that that's how you... Uh, I, I tell you what also, we were talking about this last week, Preston. 
This, in a way, is sort of a dry run for a lot of businesses that have talked about allowing their employees to work from home. A lot of online school stuff. You talk about the the heavy cost of colleges and things of that nature and and, and putting up with that. Uh, A couple of teachers talking about, okay, what's it going to be like to teach online? could, Could a lot of students... Excel at that is, you know, who knows? Yeah. So, I mean, in, it's something that's sort of been this amorphous thing that will get sort of an uh, an actual trial run with this stuff. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, so some schools, uh, like high schools, have, um, like, they all have laptops. that They're like school-issued laptops. And right, others right. Don't. So the ones that actually have school-issued laptops... Uh, are maybe a little bit more inclined to be able to do stuff online. My uh, my kid's school district um, said, Casey, to that point, that uh, if you do not have one, they will issue some um, this week. So uh, online classes start, I believe, on Wednesday. Really? Uh, yeah. And so, uh, but if families don't have uh, a device at home to do online um, classes, th- they will be issued a device, which is pretty great. That is great. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to get some some house projects. Get oh done. yeah, yay! That's uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, we, we haven't fully made a plan yet, but uh, but I'm like it's never too early to clean out the garage. That's Honestly, it. See, I did that already. So uh, why my, not? <laughs> why not? My wife has big plans for me. Uh, Putting yeah. up those shelves or doing whatever you got the time, <laughs> right, right. do it. And and uh, so you know, I, I did a little bit of it as, as well, and I, I plan on, on taking the time to get stuff. You know, spring because it's so freaking warm. Start prepping for spring and all that. Steve, but, you can dust all your Batman. I dusted all my Batman. Good, they look awesome, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, we it, started the home garden. We got uh, seeds planted this weekend. We're gonna uh, grow a lot of vegetables and. Uh, you know, it's like some of it's cathartic just to be outside and do that kind of thing, but some of it's prepping. We return to an agrarian society right, right. because not? there's nothing else to do. Let's farm. Yeah. Good day, brother. Pretty day. much. Good day, Osavis. Yeah. We don't have chickens yet, but. Yeah. So uh, my, my, one of my oh, best. looking good. One of my best friend's wife is, uh, she does that for, she teaches at the friend school down the street. And oh, uh, agriculture is one of the things that she does. And so she is, she has sort of taken uh, an opportunity to. Kind of teach people how to self farm on social media and stuff like that. So she was talking about how, like, uh, uh, I guess I don't know which sun is the best for crops, Nick. Uh, the a one morning... in the sky. No, like, is it a morning sun or is it an afternoon sun? Uh, do you have any idea? I don't. Oh, I, you I... mean like where you want the exposure to be at what time of the day? Yeah, I'm not sure. Probably depends on the plant. Yeah. Uh, I just wait for the sun to come up over the supermarket. Okay, and then I. <laughs> That's a good idea. I go there. And buy That's it. a good idea. Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, supermarkets, I got I did get a note, um, and Steve, you, you referenced it earlier about the hoarding and stuff. But they are eliminating the middleman a lot of the a lot of the delivery practices. So um, they will not uh, go from uh, where they produce the groceries to warehouses. They're just going to go right from the production line right to the to the oh. grocery stores. You know, so hopefully today and tomorrow the uh, shelves will get restocked. Um, and but uh, they you know continue to abide by the fact that you just you don't need that much toilet paper. You don't need to you hoard. Don't you you know. <laughs> By the way, my you know my wife. I was saying this last night to you guys on the conference call. She, you know, anybody who does any sort of warehouse shopping, we have enough toilet paper for you know for quite a while. Um, and by the way, did you see Preston? There's been a surge in bidet sales. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Really? I've got the story yeah, here. Yeah, 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 big time. And hey, we were out on that like weeks ago, man. Yes, yes. way in front of that. We flattened that curve a long time I, ago. I, I, I should get stuff. a percentage of bidet sales. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe I'll, I'll look into doing the bidet thing. I I don't like the idea of, of spraying water up my butt. I just uh, but you know I'm sort of coming around on it. You like regular like pneumatic gas? 
Uh, no, I like regular paper and baby oh, wipes. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, you try it sometime. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're we're back all together once again. It was kind of weird. We had been scattered. I was away sick. The the ladies went down to uh, Florida, but everybody's had their little adventures, <laughs> and now we're back to business as usual, safely distanced from each other in an antiseptic studio. We're in it. We're in a, Yeah, we actually have good distances. We here, do. So. Um, but uh, the good thing is, is people keep doing really stupid things, and that gives me some bizarre our file material. So we'll take a break, come back in a second, and we will get into that very thing. Also, Caitlin Olson joining us this morning. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The President Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Real quick before we do the Bizarre File, a uh, couple of shout-outs if you don't mind. I got this from Julie uh, Mahaffey. Or Mahaffey, I'm not sure how I pronounce the last name. She said, hey, President Steve, my son Sean is a big fan of the show and was excited to go to his first cardboard classic this year. And he was invited to ride in the Wayback 1970s sled. I don't know if you saw them after they tripped. They tipped over, but I've attached the before and after photos of his arm. Oh, no. He is home from the hospital and recovering from his first and and wrote hopefully last cardboard classic. <laughs> I was wondering if you might give him a shard out on the show. I uh, I m- missed this email, and I eventually saw it uh, the other day, and I got back to Julie, and I was like, oh, man, it was a nasty break, like a compound there you go. Pretty hardcore break. So, Sean, you're a trooper. The shard out is for you, my friend, and uh, we're glad you're on the men. But uh, she sent the uh, uh, the X-ray of the break, and then the X-ray after they put all the all the metal in to to repair it. So, also a good opportunity to re-mention the. Uh, well, I, yeah, I I'm going to mention Mr. Peanut here, <laughs> and so I got this. Email from our buddy Bob Havens, who did the meet meet this uh, slide yeah. this year. And he wrote, prize money? We don't need no prize money. The Delco Dining Room Cardboard Building Bitches will donate our money to Mike, uh. Mr. Peanut. Uh, so he said, uh, PNS family sticks together. So that's from our buddy Aww. Bob Havens, who don- from Delco. donated the money to Mr. Peanut and the GoFundMe <laughs> campaign for... Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. That's really nice. To do that. And yeah. yes, the GoFundMe, I assume, is still up. I didn't see this. It is. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. And I don't know if you uh, saw this last week, uh, Preston, but uh, Burt Kreischer donated a thousand dollars. No, yeah, that awesome? yeah. yeah, that's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, Burt just uh, Burt's a great guy. All right, that's cool. They're over seven thousand dollars. They had a thirty thousand dollar goal. So uh, if you want to continue to donate or haven't done that yet, that'd be awesome. Mike's uh, laid up with a wired jaw. It is a banner cardboard classic this year, folks. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so don't miss it next year. Make sure and just take the proper safety precautions. Yeah, if we you're hope. going to be a part of it. Uh, another quick. T- I have a lot of shard outs. I've got to get uh, to eventually. It says, hey guys, um, Gadzooks from Houston. Uh, since I live so far away from Philly, I don't get to see my friends as much as I'd like. Yesterday, my long time, long time friends Scotty White and Zach Lapore had their first son, Justin. Ah. The three of us have bonded over the President Steve show since high school, and thanks to the podcast, we still talk about the show all the time. Scotty and Zach have been through so much together, and I know that they will be the best dads to their son. Uh, you guys will always be my <clears throat> butthole buddies. <laughs> Please give them the big old pulpy shart from their best bud in Houston. Thank you, and that is from Clayton Carr. 
It says, P.S., they love Tom Jones. So here's a shard out. Do you want to do the full Tom Jones? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that. was at the very end. So if you guys want to do that, go for it. That's about a... <laughs> that's a seismic butthole. A, a perfect uh, shard out as you can get. Okay. Uh, I got Bizarre File Story. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by hers. You can smell spring training in the air, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's that 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 you just have to inhale... Heavily. Yeah. It might want to last year's update this copy. Well, the fresh cut grass, the hose down oh, no, infield, really? and, yeah. and right hers there. salt and vinegar chips. Keep it Philly, Philly, with hers, <laughs> official sponsor of the Philadelphia Phillies. I'd like the salespeople to go through and assess all of the current copy in our... I'll step in and I'll say this. As you socially distance yourselves, stock up on hers products. I did. We have a couple of those canisters of cheese balls that they're ready. All right, I'm going to start with a Florida man story. I thought that might be a great way to get back into things here at uh, the President's Steve Show. A Florida man was arrested for standing naked in his driveway and throwing rocks at passing cars. (laughs) Son of a bitch! Instead of case it doesn't snow there, so they gotta they gotta do that, right? Can't do snowballs. Have a rock fight. Uh, Deputy, (laughs) did you ever have a rock fight when you were a kid? No. Oh my uh, god! I mean, on the pebble side. No, my buddy Brad ended up with stitches in his forehead. The whole thing. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, deputies were called to a neighborhood Tuesday, and they found Dewey Khan standing naked in the driveway of his home. Deputies said there were multiple witnesses nearby who saw Khan throwing rocks and hitting cars. Khan has been charged with the exposure of sexual organs, according to jail records. That's all that I have on that. Florida man, Florida man. Now, police in Oregon arrested a man after he allegedly robbed a donut shop with a hatchet and left with a box of donuts. (laughs) All of that trouble for a box of donuts. And then Stevie stopped a short distance away to eat one of the donuts. Officers responded to a call to robbery. It was 3.24 a.m. on Saturday. A hatchet. While officers were responding to what originally was called a disturbance with an axe, the suspect, identified as Christopher L. James, left the donut shop on foot. Officers found James about a block away eating a donut and holding a pink box from the donut shop. Give me some donuts or I'll kill you. James okay, ran. Like, uh, chocolate glazed, uh, blueberry, <laughs> tap Tomino's original ones, uh, two Boston creams. There you go! <laughs> James ran and was captured about two blocks from where police found him. He's a very good donut. Uh, no one was injured in the incident, and a hatchet was recovered from the donut shop. He left it there, I guess. Okay. Why didn't they chase him with a hatchet? That's a good question. A pulled-over motorist would not stop dancing, even while undergoing field sobriety tests, and later exposed herself to police. At 1.28 a.m. Saturday, the sheriff's deputy pulled over a driver, ignoring a stop sign before turning east. The driver, a 28-year-old, handed over her license, saying she believed... Uh, uh, she believed to have been driving poorly, but the deputy had suspicions of further wrongdoing. Her eyelids were drooping, he said, partially invading her pupils. The deputy wrote in a police report she seemed to be relaxed 
as her radio was loud and she was dancing in her seat. Wow. He said, He said, I detected the odor of an alcoholic beverage emitting from inside the vehicle. She said that she had consumed two shots of liquor while working at Lux Showgirls, a gentleman's club. She did not specify her job at the club. She agreed to exit her car and take field sobriety test, but she twice interrupted the process. According to the deputy, he said she wanted to dance and sing to a song that she could hear on the loud radio from her car. <laughs> she even apologized, saying, I just really love this song. While flubbing portions of her heel-to-toe test, she said that she had been distracted by the good music on the car radio. What's the name of the club she uh, works at? The Lux Showgirls, with three X's, uh-huh. by the way. I-, I work in HR. After the deputy turned off the car radio, he asked if uh, she would take a breath test. She agreed and blew a blood alcohol concentration of .204%, twice the legal threshold. Now, after the deputy handcuffed a woman and led her into the back of the squad car, she asked if uh, he asked if she would be uh, she asked if she would be fed at the Peoria County Jail. Am I going to get food? Uh, she also asked if her incarceration put her at risk for a particular sexual act, but the deputy advised that she could postpone. I love onions. During transportation to the jail, she asked the deputy to quote take her through a fast food drive-through. <laughs> the deputy, who found that request odd, drove straight to the jail. Now, at the jail. While the arresting deputy filled out paperwork near the woman, she said, I'm not taking these out. And as the deputy recounted, he said, I looked up from the paper and she had pulled down her top, exposing her breast and pointing toward her nipple rings. Mm-hmm. I turned my head away and yelled at her to put her breasts back in her shirt. And I advised her that she cannot expose herself like that inside the facility. She apologized and complied. I'm very sorry. She was cited for DUI and disregarding a stop sign, by the way. What a mess. Yep. All right, then we'll do one more story. A Manhattan woman claims she was blown off her bicycle by an errant helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) Helicopter knocked her off her bicycle. Ingrid Weigen was riding along a bike path when the chopper suddenly ascended overhead, she claims. The blades of the helicopter caused a downdraft strong enough to knock her off her ride and onto a wall. The incident left Weigland hurt, she alleged. Uh, helicopters from West... Damn Th- you, helicopter! West 30th Street are supposed to travel over the Hudson River, not the adjacent bike path. Fly higher! Uh, helicopter safety has been a recurring issue in the city. She is suing the New Jersey-based Air Pegasus Heliport and its operators for letting the helicopters take off and land with reckless disregard for the safety of others. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Helicopters knocking bicycle riders off their bicycles have got to go. Uh, Weigland is seeking unspecified damages, by the way. I'm not putting much stock in that story. Uh, I don't know. No, I mean that she got blown off of the uh, the bike by her helicopter. You don't think so? I don't think so. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the uh, bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back in just a moment. A reminder, new Word of the Week prize this week. We've got a four-pack of uh, reserve seeds to see Incubus with 311 and Bad Flower. It's going to be Sunday, August 23rd, so we'll get that first letter at the end of the show. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us this morning. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A couple of weeks ago, we had an extended bidet conversation. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, and home product company Brondell, which sells various types of bidet toilet seats and attachments, 
has seen an increase in sales over the past few days. The company's spokesperson, Daniel Lally, tells Business Insider that they're selling a uh, a bidet on Amazon every two minutes <laughs> or about 1,000 units per day. He says the company earned $100,000 in one day this week through Amazon sales, an exponential increase over an average day. Unbelievable. And this is obviously from the uh, coronavirus and the, the mass flooding to buy as much Toilet papers you can get your hands on. We need it. I found this hilarious. Now, I've been at home for a week, so I was kind of watching some of this stuff from afar. And when I saw the great toilet paper, you know, mass purchase, I I found it kind of funny, to be honest. Uh, But, you know, because... I don't know. Anyway, I, I don't know why that's there, one of the things people flock to, but they did, and they they have. And there's a hoarding mentality, and we were uh, trying yeah, yeah, everything yeah. we could to, to. I mean, it's the same thing. Somebody gets it into their their mind that we're going to have a shortage of toilet paper. They hear something, or God forbid, they pay attention to some meme or something they've seen on social media, well, remember, and they go nuts. A few weeks ago, I'd, I'd mentioned it started happening in China, and the reason it happened in China was they thought that. Um, there, there was like you said, a meme or something like that went out that said that that most of their toilet paper was imported. Yeah, and I think it might have been from Pakistan or, but anyhow, and there were, and it wasn't because of coronavirus. It was was it the the locust thing that they were having an issue? It, yes, anyway, it's whatever. possible, whatever. So, so they 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 got this fear that we're going to run out of toilet right. paper, and people started. Mass buying toilet paper, panic buying like that, and that's what happened. It was just funny to kind of watch this whole thing, but it did lead me. To a thought, as I was sitting on the on the pot day before yesterday, I'm, I'm looking around and I, and I go, okay, <laughs> if I had to, right, if I was completely out of toilet paper, what well, around here would uh, I use as a substitute uh, to wipe? My what's ass what's with? the pecking order? And, yeah. and and so I now this is in say in lieu of like baby wipes and things of that nature, which a lot of yeah. people use anyway. Things that aren't made for wiping. I your know ass. It would be my first go to oh okay. would be moistened. Now, I have a bidet, and that's awesome. But in if I did not have my bidet, moistened paper towel. Okay, so let's say all that's gone. Uh, disposable paper products. Oh. So napkins. Curtains. St- <laughs> well, that's, Curtains. See, that's, that's what I was a wondering. washcloth? Well, either that way- or because you hear if it would, would I take an old magazine? Oh, God. And- Newspaper. Why and, would you not take unpaired socks first? Well, maybe, okay. but All but right. hang on. I just I wanted to think of these things, so I was thinking about uh, taking. You know, here, let me yeah. grab a piece All of right. paper. Because if you take paper, and if you crumple it up and keep crumpling it up, it gets soft. It starts it getting does. soft. Oh, it does. Have okay. you ever? I was thinking of something disposable, but yes, a sock did. Yes. It did cross my mind. The about, unmatched socks case. That's yeah, good. the unmatched. Because yeah, I, yeah. I have I have a, a drawer. Filled of Wait, unmatched socks. socks. <laughs> so we're saying no paper products whatsoever. No, I was saying things that aren't made like disposable uh, uh, napkins. Okay, towels. napkins and 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 paper towels and things like gift that. gift wrapping tissue that you put in a bag. Oh. Yes, yeah. Wouldn't perfect. that be perfect? That, That's perfect. That rips easy though. It would, tear but it's okay. Easy. It doesn't matter. You can wash your hands after. Right. Just you could do that. Yes, That's too. You know and. Hey, there's there are entire nations that just use their hand. India oh. does not, is I, my understanding, exactly. that they use. There's a particular hand that they use. But I, I, I thought I'd throw this out there and and see if people have used alternative things to wipe their ass in a pinch before, and what you used, and what you might suggest, and what you also might recommend you never use because I you do hear tales 
of people who are out on a trail somewhere yeah. hiking. I, I used barbed wire one time. Oh, stop that. That was a mistake. And they will use leaves. Oh, jeez. The idea of wiping your ass with leaves to me, and now when I think leaves, I also think like the brown ones in the fall that have fallen yes. down there. And then you're going to end up with little stems and stuff all in the crack <laughs> of your butt. No, and then eventually a squirrel gets in there. That's just not fun. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, what do you do if you're out camping or something like that yeah. and you don't bring toilet paper? You don't have any? Like, I'm not thinking the brown leaf, but like a larger green, yeah, green leaf, soft leaf. I don't right. know. Do you remember in the Revenant when they had their portable wooden bidets? <laughs> I, I missed yeah. that. And they, they managed. They would uh, run it. The, the, the intake, would they put it into the creek, and then they'd pump it up into their, their butts. 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Cody. Hey, Cody. Hey, what's going on? How you guys doing? You Good. guys rock. Thanks, Hi. man. I appreciate it. So uh, what would you use alternately to wipe your butt with? Three seashells. Three seashells. Just like in uh, Demolition uh, Man. Man. Oh, absolutely. I love it. Cody, finally (laughs) we get to use the three seashells. I, I, remember, I saw something about them trying to explain, because obviously... I saw that, too. They wrote up they yeah. just, as as a mystery in the movie that you would never know what that is, but how the three seashell thing would work And I out. thought their explanation was lame. Yeah. It, didn't make it, 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 it made it... Not that you needed to have it explained. They purposely put it in there to make you go, how would you do that? Uh, let me go to some calls here. All right, so what have you used? What would you use? What would you recommend, or what would you discourage? Uh, if we're out of all things to wipe your your butt with, and that includes napkins, tissue paper, uh, uh, I, I mean, paper like, towel. Like, uh, I, I do like the idea of wrapping tissue paper. That's great, right? Because that is softer, is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and colorful. Let me go to John. Hi, John. Good morning. Uh, am I on the air? Really? Yes, yes you really <laughs> oh, are. Oh my gosh! Uh, Long time listener, first time call through. Oh, Welcome, awesome. sir. Uh, I would like to suggest that if you use paper towels or alternatives, they may clog your sewer line between your house and the curb, which is a very expensive. Thank you for being very practical during this silly conversation. Yeah, we're not being practical. (laughs) (laughs) But my solution is get a handheld shower massager, put it on, you know, uh, pulsating, and use it as a handheld bidet. Okay. Handheld bidet that could that could yeah. actually work, yeah. Yeah, um, that's what I call my shower. <laughs> all right, thanks, man. But listen, only the water only goes so far. You're gonna have to something's gonna have to. You're get gonna up have there. to dry at some point. You're gonna have to move particulate matter yes. in, a, in, a, in a thorough way. Now, for example, let me just tell you this: with the bidet, you use the bidet, and then you will use much. I use much less toilet paper to dry my glistening, sparkling yeah, rectum. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, this one sounds pretty practical. I'm going to go to Jay. Hey, Jay, good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, bud. All right, what would you recommend, or what have you used? All right, so I have used coffee filters in the past. No. Yeah, yeah. Coffee filters are soft. Text The texture, I think, is <laughs> what, what was your experience like? It wasn't bad. It's softer than you would think. I mean, I, I don't know. Was it the best part of waking up? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> But I do use a bidet. So, I mean, I've been using a bidet for 10 years, and it is the best thing ever. And you barely use any toilet paper to dry. It is awesome. a little bit, and you're good. Yeah. By the way, people ask which one that I, uh, which is, what is the one that I got? I got the Lux Bidet 
Neo 120, so there's a nod to the Matrix, mm. uh, and that was available. It still is apparently available on Amazon. Okay. All right, I, I've easy, n- very easy to install. I've never used a bidet. I assume you you kind of have to move around, right, just to kind of. So I'll explain because because right. I know this is a thing no one really fully addresses. So what you do is uh, like um, if you feel you're you're going to need a little bit more uh, cleaning. You, um, there's right to the right there, there is a, there's one, um, dial for cleaning purposes of just washing out the bidet. And then there's another one, by the way, installing it takes about 10 minutes. You're just putting it in between, you know, the, the toilet and your flushing. So you turn the water on to a certain level, it goes up and then you, you know, you can, you can shift around a little bit. Are you wiping first and then bidetting or are you just bidetting first? Okay. Here, Case, I, I know you're confused. Yeah. So here's, here's what I would, here's a, an analogy I would use. Um, like washing dishes. Let's say you've uh, you've cooked something in a pot, and there's some remnants of stuff left in the pot. You know how you kind of rinse it first, and then dump it out, and then you scrub it out. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You're yeah. still going to have to do a little bit of scrubbing in there. It doesn't get every bit of it. Okay, but it loosens up, loosens it up a little okay, bit. Okay. And now it, dep- and then you can you can. You can go back for a second shot if you want to and, okay. and and get another refreshing rinse at the very end. Depending on how free you are with your hands and if you feel it was not too much of a disaster area down there, you could you could manually clean the way you would in the shower mm-hmm. and then dry. Oh, but dear wash your hands. Wash your hands, obviously. So, yeah. wait, but I'm thinking you use it instead of the baby wipes. Like, you do your actual wiping you, you, and yeah, then you, you do the... Yes, you could absolutely do. You it. could do either, or you could do both. Instead but of using I, I your will hand. tell you, mine mine can kick <laughs> up quite a um, can kick up quite a, a spray. And as depending on how you know you'll it it'll it, it works quite effectively. It's not it's not you won't get rid of toilet paper completely, but you will reduce its use. All right, what else can you wipe your butt with? <laughs> Just in case, let me let me go to Don Today on the Preston and Steve show. Hi, Don. Good morning. Yeah, Zeus, buddy. What's up, Don? Um, I hope you're surviving the corona, pen- corona pandemic. <laughs> we yeah. are. We're doing just fine. So, desperate measures call for desperate times, or desperate times call for desperate measures. Uh, <laughs> my grandma used to have thick rubber gloves for like dishwashing under yeah. the the, the uh, bathroom sink. Yeah. So I ran into a situation where I ran out of toilet paper, and that glove worked. Now you put it on like you would in like a normal glove, and then used it, you know. But it worked, and then I was also able to wash the gloves with soap and water afterwards. But at this desperate situation, or in case of emergency, keep a pair of thick rubber gloves in the bathroom. Well, he's go. right. You, 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 your basics are your hands. Too, for people who are, are just, I would never put my hands there. Thanks, you put the gloves. You use the gloves to wash out, and then you wash the gloves. Yeah. And that, at no point does your hands touch the offending fecal matter. That's a good point. Yeah. Instead of the poop knife, you have poop gloves. Exactly. Yeah. In the bathroom. Or poop tongs. Yeah. Uh, Preston, when I caught you in the most vulnerable moment when you're wiping your ass in the yes. bathroom with your pants around your ankles, mm-hmm. uh, what were you wiping with at that point? I had to use a uh, paper towel. Okay. And at the time, the paper towels that, that we used to get in there Very coarse. were that kind of beige-colored, they yeah. sucked. grade school, co- oh, coarse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, yeah. couldn't yeah. blow your nose with Pulpy. them. Yeah. And, yeah, can't blow Would your nose. rip your nose up. So I, so I, I waddled out. <laughs> With my my pants and underwear around my ankles, I get that stuff, and I'm like, "There's no way I'm going to wipe this stuff. Is too rough to wipe my butt with." So I was when Casey came in, I was running it under the sink. Oh, Oh, because the water was running, you didn't hear me to moisten it a little bit and to ease the pain. Were you what tender tissues of my sphincter? Were you embarrassed or did you just laugh? I was mortified. Did you are there? You. I don't care how. How 
much of a bro walks in on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that reduce you to the, to a sub animal. The, the timing, because the window was tiny for yeah. me to go through. The timing that had happened reminds me on the rare occasion if you've ever seen a baseball game where a pitcher throws the pitch and a bird flies out yeah. and gets hit with the ball. <laughs> yeah. That's the time. Yeah. A precise timing that took place in case you saw me like that. Of of all of us who work here at the uh, the radio station, who would you prefer if you had to pick one person? I'm glad you. it was you. Yeah, I'm right? glad it was you. Or Bill West, yeah. <laughs> but the ass gaskets, by the way, are um, they don't have the ass gaskets in the actual stalls themselves. It's, it's as soon as you walk into the bathroom. Uh, and when I hear someone come in and do the, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh god, they're gonna because, sit uh, next to me. Yes. Yep. All right. Let me go to some other things to wipe your butt with. I'm gonna go to Paula. Hi, Paula. Gadzooks. So in a pinch, you're out of toilet paper. The store is completely sold out of them. What are you gonna use? I used cotton balls before. Cotton, cotton balls. balls. Now, you'd have to use, I would think, at least a couple of them. Like a handful. A oh, handful. Yes. It's, it's triple-sized cotton balls, and then you kind of, like, stretch them out. You okay. You know what I mean? You get a wad of them, and you stretch them out. It's perfect. Let me ask you, after a while of doing that, when you fart, does cotton candy come out? <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate flavor. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it would look the same way. Steve, I immediately Stop. think of, of the movie uh, Zoolander after he gets out of the mine and he's right. using cotton balls. He's used like 5,000 cotton yeah. balls to clean himself up with. Yeah, I guess that would work. Go out and hoard your cotton balls. Go get your cotton balls. No yeah. hoarding. Uh, Take as only as much as you need to clean your ass. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Steve, I'm sorry. Right, right. <laughs> Um, but Casey, I was just thinking that'd be, a, uh, you, you've heard us use the term packing a flounder. Yeah. You have to make a butt tampon with toilet paper. I've, I've done. I bet, yeah, I bet cotton balls would work better. Yeah. A little softer. I mm. think duvets would duvet. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me go to, here you go. Frank has a novel idea. Hi, uh, Frank. Good morning, sir. Oh, good morning. All right. So in a pinch, <laughs> what are you going to use to wipe your butt? You're out of toilet paper. Well, let me just say, I call you often, oh. and usually I exaggerate. Okay. But today I have a tale to tell. Please. Please tell. So uh, I used to cut grass for uh, for old people, and I'd push my little mower and knock on their doors. So one particular evening, I, whatever, um, I'm cutting this lady's grass, and I get, the, I get the bubble guts. Right. So I go to her bathroom, and I just, I absolutely destroy this poor old lady's toilet. <laughs> just... I've been eating nothing but nuts and fruit roll-ups. As we all know, creates the largest of loads. Right. So I look around, no toilet paper. But on the back of her toilet, she had the fanciest of doilies. Oh, no. And that's what I decided to wipe with. But wow. Then, of course, I just thought it would flush. It does not flush. Oh, no, 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 no. A doily would be, uh, would be formidable. Flush a doily. No. <laughs> it just spun around. She'll around. never miss it. <laughs> what in the hell did you do? Wow. <laughs> so then I decided, all right, I got to get rid of it. So I tried to open the window, but it was like painted shut. And it just made like a loud. <laughs> so, of course, she went, y'all right in there? And I was like, I was just trying to open the window. It stinks, which seemed reasonable. Right. So then I was like, all right, I need to put it in something. I'm going to put it in my pocket, this little oh food pocket. <sighs> Oh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it in something. Right. So I decide to look under the sink, and there under the sink <laughs> was like 18 rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> 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 
Oh, wow. Sorry about that, Frank. I'm going to have to kill this woman. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Eventually. I don't to want kill to kill you, but I have to. Mm-hmm. Why? I won't tell anyone. Uh, so since we're all, you know, since uh, that, that was one of the first things that flew off the shelves, and by the way, the toilet paper is going to return. Yeah. Uh, what have you used or what would you use in a, uh, a desperate situation? I'm going to go to Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Cindy, so what have you used something before, or are you just suggesting what you would use? No, I have. Okay, do tell. <laughs> How many people take a newspaper in the bathroom and read it and leave it? Perfect idea. Okay. Uh, news, so you've had, now, so texturally, did you do anything to sort of, did you do Preston's method of crunching it yeah, a little bit? I did. Okay. I crumbled it up a few times. The ink got a little messy because you get ink on your hands. <laughs> yeah. You know what? But it worked. It worked. What, what section did you it. use? <laughs> Two pieces. Hey, were you, were you in a were you in a public toilet? No, my husband left it in the bathroom and he forgot to get toilet paper, so oh. I used his newspaper. Oh my god, <laughs> that's great! I love yep. it. Thank you, Cindy. Cindy, where did the paper go? I said, uh, look in the toilet trash can. <laughs> Thank you, Casey. By the way, you I think you out of anybody in this room has wiped your ass with more things than. All than most people probably combined, <laughs> yeah. Because I know, safe to say? I think well, so. I know of a handful of things over the years. All right, you've definitely used uh, shorts. There was a uh, a pair of uh, boxer shorts, boxer yes. shorts, yeah, yeah. Yep. not regular shorts. T shirt, T shirt, yes. Yep. Did you ever use a hat? A no, okay. no, but probably. Wait, so we, what do we do? Boxer shorts, T shirt. Those are the only two I can remember. Socks, baseball okay. bat, not a baseball, a wiffle ball bat. Uh, no, no, uh, and, and I, you know, and then like probably a paper towel or whatever. But but th- those are the top three right there. Okay, sock shorts and uh, I had. Um, thank God uh, when I was climbing uh, Mount Washington, um, I had to go. Uh, like <laughs> I to go. Oh, yeah, I was basically a thousand feet from the summit, and right. there and are no I, bathrooms. But uh, and luckily, I had. Um, uh, biodegradable wipes with me. <laughs> All right, because and I was a- able to use those. Had I not had those, I don't know. I probably would have had to take my socks or underwear off or something like that. That was a very vulnerable moment in my uh, life. <laughs> I'm going to go to. I want to die. Uh, oh my god! I need to die. I'm going to try to start an avalanche. <laughs> Steve, there were like a group of like five or six high school students who were there with me, and Look I was at that man. I was like. You know, I was just waiting it out, and and it was getting to the point where like I, I can't wait any longer. And then finally, eventually, they left. I was like, "Thank God." Do you mind if we sit with you for a while <laughs> yeah. and talk? I was like, "Go, go! Why are you hanging out with the creepy old man on the mountain? Go!" <laughs> this man has a lot of wisdom. Let's listen to what he has to say. <laughs> I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. It's just, it's just visually, I'll never forget it. But I, I saw my friend Danny use a sock one time. <laughs> Man. But, I have. but even better than that, we were playing, we were in the band, we showed up at this gig, we were there early, nobody yep. nobody was at the at the place, it was called The Hideaway in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and there was nobody there, so we go around back, Danny had to go to the bathroom so bad, <laughs> he found, and, and when you go behind business, sometimes there's just discarded things, so there was a chair. That was it. Was that just won't a, work. It was just a chair frame. Okay. okay. So it had no seat. <laughs> oh my! God. Perfect. So, perfect. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Yes. So he sat you're, on you're, that you're, thing. That's the beginning. It was just this. Yeah. 
this black frame of a seat, and he sat there, and he took a dump and took off one of his socks and wiped his ass. I will tell you, and he, and he, he put, put the sock on his hand like a sock puppet. Yeah. So I did that as well. Have oh, you ever really? done that? Have you okay. ever done that? No, I have not. I, and I, I've told the story before about having a phase six, yeah. which if you don't know the classification is, there's no force in the universe that's going to stop you from crapping your pants. Uh, White Castle. I told you the White Castle. Yeah. That that's they they had no toilet paper in the bathroom. I, my no heart goes out to toilet you. paper in the bathroom. It was the most dehumanizing thing. But I had to because I had to feel clean when I left there. Well, again, I mean, just think of how vulnerable you are at that moment. And we were tailgating for an Eagles game one time. I was with my friend Mike and his Strathaven buddies, and this guy Drew had to dump, and we were at FDR Park. Yes. And so he he kind of. You know, crouched in between two trees. <laughs> and of course, you know, these guys are so supportive. They go and start taking pictures of him. And uh, and then eventually they ended up putting, I believe, for his bachelor party, they had pictures of him crouched on t shirts. What was that De Niro movie with uh, Zach Efron where the... Uh... Oh, Bad Grandpa? Yeah, yeah. Here my... <laughs> Preston, have you ever seen that movie? No. It's uh-uh. a junk food movie, but they talk about being compromised and people taking pictures of you. There's a great, great scene in that movie. Uh, here's somebody says uh, they used a plastic spoon one time. <laughs> what? No. Um, well, ew. I guess they, they were in a pinch, man. Uh, somebody else said golf towel on a golf course. Okay. I, I used to keep... Toilet paper in my golf. That's bag. a smart move. Just in case, because you're out there, and if nature calls, you're 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 screwed. Uh, somebody says tampon, diaper, pads in a pinch. Ta- tampon would work. Uh, Absolutely. This guy says I pooped off the side of my bass boat and had to use the user's manual. <laughs> 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 oh, now the user's manual a lot of times is sort of um, uh, sort of hermetically or, or, or laminated. Well, yeah, I assume it wasn't. wasn't. I yeah. don't think so. But yeah, if you're on a boat, man, and and you don't have a you know, if it's just like a fishing boat, you gotta you gotta lean over the side. That's I, one I thing I, I never did, that did as a kid. One time, yeah, we always, that's one thing I refuse. We always had the pour to sand that you that would, and it's happened. When we had a 17-foot runabout, you'd pull it out from under the chair. Yeah. And then you'd ask everyone to look in a different direction. And that okay. Was it. Yeah. Everybody turn around. Right. Yeah, yeah, and you, you took it on good faith that they were. Yep. Uh, just on a side note, did you see that uh, in Milwaukee there was a whole bunch of people on scooters and there was a motorized porta potty? Did you see that? No, I did a not. A porta potty on wheels that no, had a no. motor in it? Oh, my God. All right. Back to you, Preston. Another attack, a, a call that was in earlier, but uh, I guess she had to hang up, said her husband had used a corn stalk one time. What? You could, if you were, oh. if, if you applied it gingerly, it would have a very uh, hopefully Brillo-esque. It's, hopefully it's green, you know, because... And not, not like a... Uh, you know, did you put in a horn of plenty? Well, I mean, like, a, like I, I'm assuming she, meaning the stalk was like one of the peels right, off of it, right. as yeah. opposed to the actual cob, which we're going to go to Chase here. Hi, Chase. Good morning. Holy crap. Am I on the air? You're yeah. on. Ah, sorry to bother you guys at work. It's all okay. good, buddy. What's up? I think everyone's forgetting about when they used to use corn cobs. You guys talked about it on the show a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget talking about it. It was was I. I can only assume that that has a very abrasive nature to it. Yes, I think it's I, I really would assume soft. that it would get all the small parts right. Uh, I, I think so. That, you don't dry it out. You take it a corn cob as it's been. It, it's been. I don't know. Uh, I guess not. Yeah. Bar, not barbecued corn. But but I guess it could be kind of abrasive. But yeah, uh, it's. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's like a loofah, I guess. It's yes. Kind of, it's porous and can, right? uh, can get all the nooks and crannies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. It's like an English muffin, your ass. Uh, let me go to Mark. Hey, Mark, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, Mark? So, uh, when I was younger, I used to go fishing with my friend, and um, religiously, he'd have to have his coffee. And then right before we started fishing, before he put his waders on, he will go into the woods with sleeves, and he will come out out of the woods with no sleeves. Are you? <laughs> he would wipe his ass with his sleeves. He'd rip yeah. them off. Religi- yeah, I swear, religiously. You go. He go into the woods with sleeves. He come out with no sleeves. Why you know, wouldn't he? Thing. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Why wouldn't no, no, he? Back to you, Preston. <laughs> why wouldn't he bring? Um, knowing that this was going to be a common occurrence, why wouldn't he bring an option? We're from Philly. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. what uh, no brain cells. Yeah. Another thing, can I can I suggest something? Yes. At this time when we had this coronavirus, people, you don't have to eat so much. If you don't eat so much, you don't have to poop so much. <laughs> you know, what? cut down on the eating. It's you a good I mean? point. Like, I I appreciate it, Mark. Thanks for the call, by the way. But right, I'm, I'm telling you, while Bye. I was while I was home all last week, unfortunately, the having the flu didn't suppress my appetite. I thought maybe it would. But I was telling Steve, like, eating was my entertainment. Yeah, like, you, get, you get bored. Bored. And, yeah. and, and you look forward. It's like and, instead of a show is on, oh, brownies at 7. Well, and because <laughs> because it's it's a it's a form of, 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 of comfort. It, yeah. it makes you feel good. The, yeah. the, the flavor, the taste. So yeah. I was looking for anything that would kind of make me feel better. So I was just eating. Yeah. And even, also, even when I wasn't even that hungry. You should have eaten because uh, because yeah. they, they what just starve a cold, feed a fever, right? Yeah. And I think it's the other way around, to be honest. Starve a fever. Whatever the F it is. But I didn't have a fever at the time. I was I was feeling better in that regard. But it was just like, and, and being around the house and not going out or anything along those lines, uh, cooking to me is kind of fun. And, yeah. and so it'd be like, okay. What are we having for lunch today? Yeah, you know, I wish I had a cook. I real, I mean, and I think I texted that to you. Like, I, I wish my family. Listen, my wife can can cook, and uh, I can make uh, pasta. But if I could actually create something in the kitchen, that would be that would make this time a, a lot. Better, How about I mold? Think. Yeah, <laughs> could do that. Well, but speaking of food, and Steve, you had mentioned English muffins. You could probably use a bread or or a roll. You to actually wipe the butt to wipe your, actually yeah. could a roll would be yeah. a wonderful option. Yeah, yeah. like but an English some, muffin or, would work. Or like, uh, what about the Hawaiian dinner rolls? Yeah, something oh. you couldn't use white bread. You couldn't. You would no, have to it, use... you, it would be too too. It would fall apart. Yes, something like a like a uh, like a ciabatta roll. Ciabatta would actually hold together pretty Absolutely. Good. And yeah. I, I think a bagel. A bagel. <laughs> what, what bagel, though, would you want? Something that had, obviously, maybe like an egg bagel. Oh, yeah. You definitely don't want to use an everything bagel. No, because you'd, <laughs> you'd be farting out seeds for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a poppy or a sesame seed? I think there's an onion in my shorts. <laughs> Let me go next to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning. Hey, so have you used something specifically that you're going to mention about wiping your butt with in a pinch? Okay. Uh, I had what you guys call phase six. Yes. We're driving down the road with my buddy. It's nighttime. I thought, you got to pull over. You got to pull over. I get out. I'm squatting next to the car. I'm like, you have something to wipe with? You have anything at all? He's like, no. So I reached in, pulled the seat cover off his (laughs) Oh, your seat. <laughs> and use that. Listen, again, again, there's no judgment here because in, in that time, well, maybe from Kathy, but from us, we understand at that moment you've got, because nothing is as horrific as having that 
it's it's like it's like an incompleted course in school. It just haunts you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. you, you right? You haven't had the chance to follow through, and 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 anyone who has any sense of hygiene has to do. You have to do that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be difficult. Yes, I mean yeah. a car seat, depending on the kind of car seat, too. I was just ripping the car seat out. Oh my God! Hang on a second here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let me go to Keith. Hi, Keith. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. So you use something in an emergency? Yeah, I was heading back from a ski resort, and I had to go really bad. So I had my friend pull over. I had to stomp down a nice circle for myself to be able to even squat. Um, He had two paper towels, which I knew wasn't enough, so I used the snow that was around me. (laughs) Wiped with snow? Snow. Okay. Is it true that no two flakes are alike? (laughs) That had to have woken you up very quickly. Yes, it did. It didn't, also didn't help. I climbed the snowbank and was on the other side, not knowing that that was the entrance to the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, because I think you, you pose a notion that makes me think how I would use the snow. I would probably compact it as much as I could into like a snowball-ish type thing and use it that way. Is that what you did? You didn't just loose snow it up your butt, right? No, I kind of... Didn't use. I kind of sat in it and rubbed back and forth. A oh. oh, you sat like a dog. Wow. wow! So you didn't try to improvise. You did the other okay. way. You did the the dog ass drag. Yes, Steve. Awful. I'm like yeah, I understand yeah. the the you compacting it part, but no, I wouldn't. Thanks, I wouldn't compact it into a ball. No, compact- I would try and compact it into like a uh, like, like a wedge, a, like a wedge or yeah. a tortilla or an shell. Iron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen to this. This is a text that says, I work with Schmidt Baking, and I used a potato hamburger bun to wipe my ass. No. <laughs> Actually, I think that would be, if you think texturally of the bread family, in case that's a brilliant plan, yeah. um, uh, I think that's that would work well. We actually tried cheese, or you tried cheese one time on, on Intern Joe. Not and to th- wipe his butt, just to <laughs> save him from burning. Yeah. Here, listen to this. It says, this guy says, I was hunting, and I cut the pocket out of my pants and used that one yes! time. That's, that's, that, that could that's work. A, that's a, uh, the, the kind of um, on-the-spot thinking you need when you're a hunter. See, so these, got- are, these are just suggestions in the great uh, toilet paper shortage could that you we're dealing with. shoot a squirrel and use it for, use it for that? Oh, you could easily. You, yeah, cut the tail off or something <laughs> like that. Wow. There's been a couple of these memes floating around, Preston, with the uh, the CVS, and you sits up on the screen right here oh. in the studio. Oh yeah, that's you, perfect. Using the CVS coupons, <laughs> that's so perfect. It's, it's yeah. about nine or ten of those repurposing around. that. Yeah. Um, so Marissa's boyfriend was telling me because he used to uh, actually be a pro um, uh, rollerblader, and yeah. he was like on tour with like Warp Tour and stuff like right. that. And he said that when they would go to uh, places that had large paper, uh, yeah. uh, toilet paper rolls. You know, like the industrial size, yeah. mm-hmm. you would wet them, right? Stick them in like a, a submersion in like the bathtub or whatever. You threw them off the balcony. They would explode in amazing fashion. Have I you guys ever that. heard of anything I've like that? I've never heard of that, so but I, I believe that. Run this by me because so you take the, the large roll of industrial Like we have in our bathroom. Right. Right. It almost looks like a spare tire. They're so big. Yeah. So you wet them and then you throw them off the roof and they would detonate? They would basically detonate in like amazing. I, I need. Huh. He was telling us about this when we were having dinner last week. 
And uh, I was like, I need to see a video of that. This. You know what? It sounds like a giant spit wad. Yeah. That's so, probably So, it. like, when you throw one and it hits a wall and it really spreads out like that. Yeah. I'll bet if you're, if, yes. Yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're on a balcony way up high, I'll bet right. that shatters. That's pretty, that could be fun. You know, right? you, you think, After we though, get past the great shortage yeah, in this surplus of toilet paper. It would look wildly extravagant. Yeah. It's very Maria. Let them eat cake. I yeah. got a better idea. Take one of those things and submerge it in a whole bunch of Purell. Right, and then oh, that's even yeah. 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 Remember when we tried? Yes. 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 <laughs> Remember when we tried? Aaron's thinking putty. We thought we could create a, a large silly putty, putty ball. type ball. Yeah. yeah. And if we dropped, of course, no one had any perception of physics or how yeah. that works. So we had like a hundred pounds of this stuff. Dropped it from a uh, cherry picker. It just went. Oh, wow, man. Here's a text that says an army survival school. Yeah, please. How would Navy SEALs uh, are? Which is called S-E-R-E. I use the blade of a knife wow. to, to scrape it clean. <laughs> yeah, to kill myself. Yeah. You, you no. want me to use a corn cob? Wow. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Uh, all right. A uh, couple other calls, and we got to take a break. I'm going to go to James. Hi, James. Good morning. How you doing? Good, James. So, uh, in a pinch, you had to use something uh, other than toilet paper? Yeah. So, I was fishing one time with my buddy. And uh, it, it it was kind of a wetland. We didn't have a lot of leaves, and I was wearing flip flops. So um, I started with my socks, and then I finished it off with the flip flops, and I walked home barefoot. I would have started with the flip flop. <laughs> oh, I, you know, and then finished with a nice soft sock. Right. Yeah. Just to just to make it special. All right. Thanks, James. Wow, to get a flip flop up there in a pinch. Thank God he wasn't wearing Timberlands. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> with the uh, the great, uh, you know, depletion of, of toilet paper, we thought it might be a good idea to get some suggestions just in case you're in a pinch, maybe some things you didn't think about. And then she said at the beginning of this, but it will replenish. You oh, get yeah. your toilet paper before you start wiping your ass with a knife. Hey, can I, you know what, I, I was going to wrap it up, but I do need to ask this question before sure. we get too far away. With, with some things disappearing from uh, the shelves at the stores, why, why are people not buying Dasani water? What's uh, the, apparently oh, that's know. yeah. So I saw plenty of pictures, and also there's a uh, I don't get that. Uh, Slate put together a uh, some from Twitter users of what people are are buying and what they're not buying, and amongst the things that people aren't buying is Dasani water. Maybe because it's like the most expensive that's on the shelves. You know what? I didn't know. Well, I don't know the price. How about Maybe this notion? It. Get a Brita water filter. And just use your tap water because you, water does come out of your tap. No. Steve, I was <laughs> yeah. saying the exact same thing. Right. I'm, saying, I'm like, you know, you can you, you can turn the faucet on. Right. Lots of water right there. You could do that. I mean, if you're really desperate to have water. Oh, my God. We're dehydrating to death. <laughs> do you have sinks? Yeah. There's water in that. You don't drink that. This morning in the shower, I was thinking, where are we going to get water? I think with this sign, people just don't like it. That it... That, Apparently, it's the worst tasting bottled water out there, and so every other bottle. Oh, like Here, here's the deal. Is... Was, uh, was taken, and then those were the only ones that were left. I think it, it must have to do with with the price because it it is like significantly more expensive than like okay. if you say if you were to go to Target, get the Target brand, like you can get an entire case for 
I think it's like two ninety nine or something. Yeah, Kathy Jasani is not like a spring water, or whatever, but it, it, it's uh, it's filtered water, and they it's yeah. that's what they they tell you on the on the label. So it's the, not from the so Dis- the Target Dasani brand. Glacier. What's that? So is the Target brand is just um, is just filtered water. You know what? Too with the Dasani bottle, they don't have the um, it's still like the hard plastic, so they're mm. maybe not as environmental environmentally conscious. Do you notice how people are uh, immediately don't give a crap about just using plastic bottles, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, think what? Where are my plastic bottles? Priorities have switched. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, thanks for the suggestions. We appreciate it. Real quick, I want to mention this tweet. This is from a guy named Jim Nightside. I usually like to uh, fall asleep to a TV show or movie. Tonight, I'm lying in bed with Preston and Steve's Daily Rush videos. I need them. I love Preston and Steve and the whole crew. Few fleeting minutes of laughter to ease a panicked mind that hasn't rested in days. That's a perfect opportunity to catch up on your Daily Rush videos. Yes. Friends, which you can see at PrestonandSteve.com or on Comcast On Demand. You can uh, check the weekly Rush videos. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment. The amazing Caitlin Olson is going to be joining us from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Curb Your Enthusiasm in just a few minutes. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. From ashes to new. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Has it been a little lighter this morning, Kath? Oh my gosh, much, much lighter. Tons lighter, okay. Tons. There's like almost nothing happening. So I think uh, everybody staying home. I, and a lot of people, uh, I wonder, so, I mean, it's sort of a good litmus test to see how many people can effectively work from home. You think Preston just... So years ago, if you go you know, back to the swine flu, you go back even further, you know, to, to 9-11, the options for working from home effectively, you know, online and people having that access was far less. Now it's, yeah. it would be fairly easy for, yeah, I mean, for a lot of jobs. <laughs> Obviously, if you're if working on a, on a loading dock, it's... Yeah, or retail yeah. or something yeah, like that. It's a different it's, animal. It's going to be different, yeah. but... Um, yeah, I think you, there are more opportunities to uh, sure. to be able to work from home. I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because I did see this post, because now there's a lot of people that are uh, posting pictures on social media of themselves working from home. Yeah. And uh, shots of them at their, at their home office or desk or whatever it may be. And here's a suggestion, because maybe you don't take pictures often of your workspace at home, is that you want to be careful that you're not accidentally... Posting pictures of sensitive information. <laughs> That's oh. a good idea. And someone taking advantage of you. So it's not just passwords or work identification information, but photos of the interior of your house <laughs> with young family members in the background or photos that reveal that you're working from Hawaii for the month all reveal more about your personal life than it might be wise to share with strangers is according to this. I'm always leery when I take a picture. I always make sure that there, there are documents on the table or whatever but that you can't see them. You yeah, know, yeah. So somebody could, it could uh, size the screen larger and see some information. Uh, you got to be you got to be careful. I um, obviously I can't do what I do here at home. Uh, but if I had a job that required me to work from home, I, I, I don't know if I would ever be able to get anything done. Well, I so for the for a while I did work from home when I was doing uh, imaging and stuff radio wise imaging you know production that you hear that plays throughout the day on a uh, on a radio station we have the best in the business here Zach is is doing uh, the the work for us and, and the group 
Um, and I was, you would do it from home. I, I, I realized I do need a place to go to yeah. because, because I'm, I, because I work and I am a bit of a workaholic and I need a definitive delineation in that shift in my day. Yeah. So- I had uh, my friend ended up working from home, uh, after years of working in radio and what he had to do was in the basement, they built like a small room to yeah. make his office because yeah. It needed to be somewhere else than the main floor of the house. Mm-hmm. It needed to feel like he was going somewhere else in order to detach from that home I life for just a little smart. while. I think that's smart. Yeah, right? Wouldn't you? You'd probably be the same. You, you, yeah, because yeah. And, and then, I'm, I'm, I'm home from work now. And and he made it a point to not leave there yeah. when it was during the working hours, you know, yeah, other yeah. than to use a restroom or something like that. And he wouldn't go upstairs and wander around while he thought or anything sure. like that. He needed to keep it separate. Yeah, my mom worked from home for years, and uh, that was something that she did specifically. So that she was fortunate enough to have a separate room that was her office. So she would go into her office. But before that, she would get up every morning morning she would shower she'd get dressed she'd do her makeup and then she'd go in to work like it was almost as if you would do the same thing but yeah, she, sure. she did that for herself to to make it so that she was going to work and then when she yeah. was finished work she would leave the room and now she also had a job where she had to sign on and and be at her computer and phone you know when she was needed so um she did have to be in that room but it was soon as it was time to sign <laughs> off she'd sign off she'd leave the room and and then work was over that's smart yeah my friend uh she strictly works um from home she is uh i believe uh staffing right so she does like a like nursing staffing or whatever, and so she doesn't have an office that she goes to. She uh, and she doesn't have children or anything like that. She can she basically works from anywhere, and she actually is very very efficient. I, she was like I, you know, like she has no she has no problems getting herself started and getting herself you know moving and and, and doing her job and stuff like that. But as a result of her not having a whole lot of stuff anchoring her. She's able to like travel and like you know, and she's basically you know like on the train when she's going somewhere. She's like, all right, let me just get this stuff done. Well, and- that's more and more the case if you look at the like the van life. Our friends, you know, who are yeah. Who, I mean, she's a scientist and she's mm-hmm. able to do all her stuff online and get it all done. Yeah, uh, but now some people there's just <laughs> there's no way you're going to be able to work at home. No, you got to go to the office. Yes, and what do you do if you're a professional wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> well. Apparently, you just carry on, even though nobody is there to watch what's going on. Well, it happened Friday night, Preston. Yeah. So, who is this here? I know it's uh, John, John Cena, Cena, but who's in the who's in the the ring with him? You know what I'm trying to figure because that's out. the guy that does all the talking, right? Uh, it's it's John Cena. I don't know the world of of let me see I professional get, wrestling give me enough two to seconds, know I'll get all the guys, you. but so they're they're in the ring the together. Fiend, apparently, a guy named the Fiend. The, the Fiend. Fiend. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So the Fiend. What happens, Preston, is that professional wrestling um, becomes an Arthur Miller play. Yes. <laughs> because there's storylines and there's there's parts to play. Yeah. Right. And uh, without the the crowd <laughs> for cues and responses, oh my this God. becomes, uh, again, an off-Broadway production. Yeah, so this is this is actually this yeah. is a SmackDown, I think, yeah, right? Yeah. So nobody's in the audience, right. but the Fiend and John Cena are in the, the ring together. Here you go. And I started listening to him. <laughs> and they took my crooked little world and they turned it into a majestic fun house. <laughs> you broke me, John. But the Fiend, he put me back together. And at WrestleMania, dude, <laughs> it's going to be 
a slaughter. You just don't know it yet. Let me in, John. So, oh so my a, a graphic god. pops up at you. It's like, Biff, happy, come in here. Oh my god! <laughs> what is it, Pop? <laughs> um, it was. Uh, That's really funny. God, I mean, without any of that, and, and John Cena standing there <laughs> with his hat on, looking. It it becomes a play. Boring. It becomes a play. How does he keep a straight face? I, I know. You know. Well, because you're obviously you're relying on your audience cues. Yeah, and and so that's um, that. What we just heard there delivered would have probably taken about ten minutes with the. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like more yelling over yeah. the top. Okay, so I got to believe they had to do this more than once. I don't think it was live. Yeah, I think <laughs> they had to. Hang on, hang on. Wait, I gotta do this. This is too funny. <laughs> Let me. Do you have a second? Can, can we talk? Um. I'm really, I really want to smash your face. <laughs> why? Why? Why do you feel that way? I just want to. I want to jump up on the turnbuckle and I want to smash your face. Now I have, uh, like I said, you know, being sick last week, I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't really watch much. I didn't not so, wrestling. So I didn't. I didn't watch wrestling. I didn't watch any of the any of the sporting events that have had no spectators there. What What's that been like? Anybody watch anything? Many of them have been no. canceled, flat yeah, out canceled. But they did have a couple of games where there were like NCAA games, right? Where yeah, there nobody was, one, was there. Right? Well, it, it, we talked about this in the, during the week, Preston. It, sound, it reminds us of those uh, videos where they take like dancing in the streets. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so you just. And they cut all the music this, out? The squeaking, squeaking on the hardwood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it. also uh, the, the, the talk shows. And uh, like, uh, for example, some of them have gone on hiatus. Others are, are like, uh, um, you know, live with uh, Kelly. What are Kelly and, and Ryan doing? They have no audience. No what, audience. What they do, though, is they'll have producers and uh, interns and people kind of sit in the audience and react. The debate last night was weird uh, between Biden and Sanders. And it, you're just sitting there like there's nobody in the audience. You know, it's just it, there's no applause lines. There was nothing. pick up this chair and <laughs> smash it over your head. <laughs> they cross lines. with the wrong men. It's WWE. Right. I'm going to get up on the turnbuckle and jump onto your throat. <laughs> <laughs> right, they're taking their tips because oh. it was just it was just weird. It's like and and not only that they they did they did their the elbow bump yeah. and then they they were so far apart that it looked it looked like um it made them both by default look small. Mm. And you know, you want to so you want to put um I can lead this country and it's like I can't hear you. Could you yell louder? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was, now we did have the, um, I didn't play this earlier in the entertainment news that, uh, Chris Hansen or Harrison, I'm sorry, uh, made the news about the bachelorette. Devastating. 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 Let's play this. Here we go. Hello, bachelor nation. Right now at this very minute, I should be standing on a very wet driveway with a very excited woman ready to change lives. Um, but in effect, lives have been changed because I am here to confirm production of The Bachelorette has been postponed. In two weeks, we will reassess where we are in the world and figure out what's happening and if we can move forward. Did he say I should be standing on a wet driveway? Yeah, because they always wet down the driveway at the beginning when they start pulling up. It's part of the, as they do in movies all the time. The Why roads did they are, do that? The roads, because it glistens. It makes it look shinier. I was I didn't know that he stood on a wet driveway. Oh, yeah. I, I never noticed that either. But, <laughs> Kathy, if, if I ever want to take, like, pictures of my back, Backyard and the pool and everything. You wet the. You wet it. You wet down the tiles first. Makes them look shiny. Oh. And they look really in the picture. Wow. What they should yeah. do is they should do the Bachelorette, but just have them one car each. They pull up, you know, 
Sixty. What's your name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Peter, and I love you. <laughs> what? I said I love you. Oh, what are your hobbies? Who's Bobby? <laughs> I can't hear you. I don't. What? Yeah. So yeah, and that that's each car. I mean, there's enough. It's a big area. Yeah. Just have them separated, you yeah, know, yeah, distance yeah. properly. They don't just throw the roses. You look beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so apparently there was a UFC fight in uh, Brazil over the weekend, and uh, they staged the full fight, but nobody was there for that. So empty arena. But then some people are texting and saying that there was a, a fight in Vegas this weekend, and that did have people in attendance. I can't find any confirmation on that. Though. Well, Vegas has finally said they're going to start. They're going to shut down the uh, some of the casinos. I think there were 13 wow. of them. Yeah, that's dude. If Vegas shuts down, that's okay. Mm. Yeah. Parks shut down, right? Yeah, parks and uh, um, sugar house, or sugar house Harris. or rivers or whatever it's called now. So right. that's what I heard. It so. is. Listen, and some people will say, and I get. I know. I think everyone is reacting in the way they're going to react, and I got it. And some people may say it's it's too much or too little. Okay, there maybe this case to be made for both. But I can the logic of at trying to seize the time right now to keep that. To keep the, the it's going to go up, and to keep it from going up too far and keep it manageable, yeah. because what you want to avoid is a massive glut of people in hospitals, and you know keep kind of keep it down a little bit. That to me makes sense. It, I don't recall in my long, long life anything like this no. at this level where we're saying, and we can reach as many people as we're reaching because of social media and text and so on and so forth, and say. Can you do these things for a little period of time, yeah. and let's see what we get. Have you guys seen, there's a funny uh, footage of people that, because sports have gone away for a little while, people, <laughs> going, people going crazy over bowling yeah. and uh, and chess, Yes, uh, competitive chess. I mean, it's it's a... It's a funny video. It's not people who are yeah. actually, you know, freaking out because, you know, somebody uh, you know, scored a 300 in bowling. But to be honest, though, yeah. and, and the case has been made a number of times about this esports. Yeah. If, if now, I mean, if there was ever a time, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is, this you is the sit time. in your goddamn house that, and, pl- and play your, your game. That was the funniest joke you made on Friday that <laughs> esports has basically they're responsible for the coronavirus. And it was <laughs> yeah, all, it created, was all this. created. Yeah. I'm thinking about actually um, letting my son have a Twitch account because he's been crushing it in Fortnite lately. He had, uh, you know, and he's like, you should hear him. He's like, Dad! You're in the presence of greatness right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously? Yes, yes. He says that? He won two in a row. He's you're like, in the, presence, in the presence of greatness. Of greatness. Yes. <laughs> He's like, you're in the presence of greatness. I'm like, oh, so you just won. He goes, I just won two in a row. I was like, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. if he's that good, listen, uh, uh, th- there's... And these are the things that you're going to become familiar with as, you know, with, with Twitch or, or, or any of those things that allow you, you know, the, the FaceTiming and all of that stuff and Skype and and uh, yeah. and more videos and content. And like the, the, I just follow the regular stream on TikTok is inundated with videos. Yeah, it's um, it's what we're going to do. And that didn't exist years ago. Hang on. I want to uh, there's a legitimate question here. Don is on the line. Hey, Don. Good morning, sir. So I'm driving after dropping my son off to my ex-wife's house to because um, the schools are closed and I have to get ready to go to work. And um, the the signs are flashing by the school saying 15 miles an hour. So I'm slowing down and actually driving 15 miles an hour uh, to follow the, the flashing, you know, signs because that's what you're supposed to do. Right. People are going around me and beeping and getting pissed off at me, flipping me the bird. So, you know, with the schools being closed and we know they're closed, can we go the actual? No, 
No, as as long as those lights are flashing, you have to go the speed limit. It I doesn't. Would... I would err on that side, and, and yeah. listen, the, and the people you know passing around you and doing that, like you know, let them be that way and ram them, and maybe yeah, or, or yeah, ram yeah, them. Yeah. And you could T-bone them with your yeah. car. Uh, yeah, I, I think they might be the idiot that's going to end up getting a ticket. So don't worry about it, Don. All right, man. Thank you. We right. support you. I think that's right. Just yeah. err on the side of of uh, yes. It does seem kind of weird. I have it. We've talked about this before, though. But you're right, Case. As long as those lights are flashing, it's an effect. We've we've talked about it before where um, maybe a school forgets to shut them off in the first week of summer. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, or even in the middle of the summer. But you know, if the lights are on, you you have to go the speed limit. Yeah, you should at least and and listen uh, the, the extra twenty seconds or whatever. <laughs> right? That it's what gonna, is it? A quarter not, of a mile? <laughs> it is not going to kill you. So I mean, you might want to pay attention. But anyhow. Um, trying to get toilet paper. Oh, by the way, I do like this text. It says, hey, guys, uh, I found a lady sitting on my couch today. Apparently, she's my wife. <laughs> she seems nice. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Somebody you had no idea was there all this right, time. Right there. I all said that, the time in the world. I said that to my kids last night at dinner. Uh, I said, you know, we're, we're very fortunate because we actually like each other and we've been spending a lot of time together of course we're going to bicker and all and that your sort son of stuff. said what's this we ass <laughs> I, you know what i'll post the uh picture on instagram a little bit later on but we set my daughter at her friend spend the night last night so as as we've done in the past when uh circumstances are unusual uh we set up a tent in the living room like Tents i mean, are great like an eight person tent i told my wife we'd never set this one up inside before i'm like i don't know how we're gonna i don't think it'll fit but i and i was on my way to bed and she <laughs> Set it up, the whole freaking tent in our living room. So, can you see the TV from it? Uh, from inside, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It's right in front of the television. <laughs> that's, so. that's how you really glamp. Uh, all right, hey, our guest is ready to go. Hey, let's start. I guess she's doing a really cool thing. Um, uh, and obviously, she's a, a longtime friend of the program, but uh, we want to talk to her on it for a couple of different reasons. Uh, number one, uh, you can catch her on currently on Curb uh, Your Enthusiasm Sundays. On HBO at ten thirty, and anytime you turn on the television, it seems like it's always Sunday in Philadelphia. He's always on, but she's uh, recently promoted donating to your local food banks. Yes, in response to the local craziness that is living life in America, a lot of this stuff will take a hit in the, in the short term, and we 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 want to try to minimize the amount of people suffering. Absolutely. So please welcome Caitlin Olson Yay! to the show. Hey, Caitlin. Good morning. Good morning. What a positive thing you're doing. What a wonderful message you're spreading. Oh, well, of course. I mean, what else, what else are you going to do? I feel we're out here, like, stuck in our houses. I feel like everybody feels really helpless. So, yeah. um, you know, I just have been asking everybody, you know, their opinions on where the best place we could spend our time and energy. And I'm getting a lot of feedback about your local food banks, which makes a lot of sense to me. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, Caitlin, I, like everybody else on the planet, I, I've been spending way too much time on my phone lately, which includes social media, and I, I just was scrolling through Instagram stories. I follow you and, and saw this message, and I, I, personally, I'm going, I have these conflicts of, like, just wanting to get off my phone for my own well-being and for my own my own sanity, and then I came across your message, and I'm like, you know what, this can be, the, the, the message of good can be spread. So uh, you were posting initially about stuff being done in, in and around your area in Los Angeles. Um, and then uh, we were chatting about maybe doing something for Phil Abundance, which is awesome. Where else have you heard from um, from people who are in need, who, who need some help? Um, well, a, you know, a real popular one is Meals on Wheels, which I think is fantastic. Excellent. Um, everybody can do that. There's something in your area. Um, Feeding America is another really great one. Um, Global Empowerment Mission, they're, you know, providing emergency 
funds and, and tools on the ground level. Um, but I, I was thinking that, you know, everyone's kids are home from school and we're going to do some school, to, but we can also hop in the car and go start, like, delivering food to our um, elderly community who can't get out. I mean, I'm sure your grocery stores look like mine, but it's kind of terrifying. People are either panicking or not able to get anything at all, and just the extremes are so ridiculous. I feel like if we just take a deep breath and slow down and take what you need and try and help each other, um, we can just kind of buckle down and get through this. Agree 100%. Last week and, and, you know, this week we've been spreading that message as well. There's no need to hoard. There's no, no especially we had a a call last week, uh, Caitlin, from a woman who's, because people just sort of reflexively did start to hoard things. Those little antiseptic wipes, her her son is diabetic and when they, at the injection site, she uses those and couldn't find them anywhere. So, you know, people need to think about that. And as you said, you're exactly right. You know, no need to, to panic. Just be smart and play it right and be courteous and conscientious of people who might need something as well and then we'll all get through this yeah that that's right i mean look especially those of us who um have young kids and who are healthy we're going to be just fine i get that we need to still self-quarantine so that we don't pass it on but keep in mind there are people who are actually scared for their their own health right now and it's really important to um but take care of each other. I mean, come on. This is crazy. This is not Armageddon. It's going to be fine. You have to yeah. think about your neighbor. And if you if you do think about that, and I was saying, uh, well, I'm old enough to have been through a number of these things and where you're thinking, you know, and also a, a cancer uh, issue in my own life. And you think, oh, my God, will this ever end? And it does. It, it does. does. And, you, yeah. and you move on. So keep that in mind. I got to tell you something. I was actually... Um, uh, just over the weekend, talking about disconnecting from your mobile device or whatever, I watched back to back. It's always sunny bloopers, um, <laughs> which to me is just is now my my new online heroine. So uh, <laughs> at, at, again, that but that's a service provided as well to to laugh and to uh, do that. I remember after nine eleven when you know the classic SNL. You know, is it okay to laugh again? And, and and you shouldn't. You should never even lose that right now. So that's that's a good service. I recommend also people take a break from all the stuff. Check out some of the stuff that uh, you're involved with. Obviously, it's always sunny, but you have a show that's premiering soon on Quibi, correct? Yes. So it's called Quibi. It stands for Quick Bites, and um, we were going to do this big like launch and press day and party and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's no longer happening. Right. Uh, but it's still going to launch so yeah april um april 6th it, well, it launches it's a mobile it's a mobile app it's on your phone um you can watch it in both portrait and landscape mode and it fills up the phone no matter what direction you turn it um and they're um quick six to ten minute episodes um minor, minor episodes they also have news and entertainment and things like that um but my show is called flipped and it's with will forte and it's really funny awesome. and um yeah well, well, and also you you can take the phone and you can also throw it to your TV too. So if you you know you can uh, yep. you can watch it on your TV as well through through your mobile device, which will be cool. So uh, Will Forte, that's great. Uh, and uh, again, you talk about not being able to do the rollout, but the truth of the matter is, there's a lot of people at home who are looking mm-hmm. for some content and stuff to uh, to get into. So here's a good opportunity. Yeah, look, we don't have the vaccine for the coronavirus, but we do have Quibi, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, there you go. And that's hey, pretty damn good. Caitlin, yeah. I was curious about that with, you know, you and Rob and, and, and Charlie and the, the creative minds on, on Always Sunny. When, when stuff like this happens, it's happening in America right now, how quickly do you start going, 
What would the gang do <laughs> in this situation? I don't have to because I'm getting flooded uh, with people posting to my Instagram <laughs> different ideas about what they think the gang would do. Right, right. Um, which I love so much. We're getting so many uh, uh, just clips from uh, Frank covered in hand sanitizer. So funny. Yeah, it actually can be a source of comfort when, you know, when you start thinking about what, uh, because that group of people is just so sociopathic and so wrong. <laughs> and and it's, fun, fine. it's fun to think about what, <laughs> what the direction Well, like, how long do you have to wait before you can do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They would definitely hoard. I yeah, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Caitlin, I want to ask you about Curb Your Enthusiasm. How many seasons, by the way, have, have you done? Because you, you were on and then you kind of went away and now you're back again. I don't even remember. I think I did, like, six or seven seasons, and then I was gone for a while, and then did one or two, and then I just did one this year. It really seems like a show that can do that, though, because, it, you know, the, the humor that Larry brings to the table is, is timeless, and it, it, yeah. it reflects the times. Um, when you are on set, is it like what we've heard, that there is really no script? You just kind of come on and uh, improv most of what, what ends up on screen? Guys, they don't tell you what it's even about until you show up that day. So wow. I love I that, though. Up, after, like, I don't know, six or seven years, and Larry was like, okay, so here's the thing. In this one, we have sex. Duh. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow, nice to see you again. Wow. I think in, in a way, though, that that's, you know, um, not knowing uh, will make you just automatically swing for the fences. That's his theory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his theory. <laughs> you, you, may, there may be some holes in that theory, but uh, no, that's cool. Hey, Caitlin, did you? It would have been nice. Go ahead. Did Did you and Rob celebrate a uh, an anniversary recently? I thought I saw a post from him about something about that. Um, or maybe no. it was when you guys first met. I don't know what he what, what was. It? <laughs> I think he was going on about you. Yeah, I think it was because Ooh. of the, the curb thing. Uh, I think he was celebrating her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. He just he was uh, promoting my curb episode and just said some very nice things. No wonder it stands out. It's rare that that he <laughs> <laughs> says sweet things about me in public. It's, yeah, it's a genuine display of emotion, <laughs> and it seems so out of character. But but it's all it's it's all good. <laughs> I also wanted to ask you um, uh, on Saturday you were taping something without an audience. What was that all about? Oh um, yes, so I just uh, recorded a an episode of Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Jimmy uh, Kimmel is doing eight episodes with all celebrities raising money for charity. So that was on Saturday, and um, it was super fun. There was no audience. It was very weird. <laughs> Um, but I was raising money for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, which is a cause that's very close to my heart because I have a very good little friend who's 11, and she's been battling cystic fibrosis her whole life. It's oh, my wow. um, one of my best friend's uh, daughters, um, and she is amazing. So I jump at any chance to raise money for her. But, yeah, that was this Saturday in Los Angeles with a very strange, quiet yeah, it's wild because we just played a clip of of uh, professional wrestling of the WWE event on Friday oh, night. Weird. They had no audience, and we were saying it really came across like an Arthur Miller play. Like it was, <laughs> it was this bizarre exchange, sort of way more intimate. Uh, I wanted yeah. to ask you about um, uh, Mythic Quest. Um, you know, yeah. Rob's Rob show, and if uh, are there any plans to have you cross over onto that at any point? I don't know. Um, that's a really good question. I, I haven't. Um, I, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I, yeah. 
Look, you got cricket on there already. You don't want to yeah. flood it with too many Well, but the, you're all good enough to to warrant it. Uh, the show's great, and and we had him on it, and you know it's it's a it's, it's a big success, but, obviously. But... You know, seeing cricket on there makes yeah. me realize how amazing his yeah. makeup is on It's Always Sunny. It's and, that and, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hair and makeup trailer at like four thirty in the morning to get ready when he does one episode of Sunny. It's really fantastic. But it shows it shows you his range too because he's completely different. I mean, it's a completely yeah. different character, and yeah. uh, and that's how good he is. So yeah, um, that's David Hornsby, and he's literally one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Hey, you'd <laughs> mentioned uh, kids earlier, Caitlin. How old are your kids now? Um, well, one of them is about to turn eight with no birthday party in about three weeks. <laughs> oh, wow. That's what I was going to ask. You can t- I know. teleconference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have I a know. Twitch birthday party. That's right. He'll love it. I'll just pull my phone out and we can call all of his friends. <laughs> you really, this this is like every bad science fiction movie that showed what the future would be like. Where we're currently living it. So yeah, we're really learning about flexibility over here. That's yeah. So so no school. Did they cancel school for you guys? They canceled school. Today is our first day of uh, remote learning, so we'll see how that goes. They got sent home with iPads, and they're going to call into their teachers. And Oh, wow. So yeah, the teacher's going to conduct a class, but via uh, watching oh, it? No, no. The teacher's going to check in with them in the morning, and then I believe I'm expected to <laughs> oh. do all of their work all day long. Yeah, so I just uh, homeschool, you can add to my resume, because that's what I'm starting. I think this will be a, a rude awakening for many parents, just how much of their initial uh, basic math and all those other things that they you thought you retained, you did not. So. They're going to learn... They're going to learn that I'm dumb today. <laughs> no, seriously, my second grader told me I was doing uh, one of his math problems wrong the other day, and I was like, no, I'm not. Turns out, yep, sure was. Oh, no. <laughs> Just always remind yeah. them who puts food on the table, and then they can, uh, they'll can they concede that point. <laughs> and still tell you you're wrong yeah. in math. <laughs> yeah, even if you're feeding them. Nice. <laughs> no, I can cook the best meal, and they can also tell me I'm a horrific cook. So <laughs> exactly. I have to lose-lose in my house. They have a way of doing that. All right, well, mm-hmm. listen, Caitlin, it's great to check in with you. Thank you. We'll obviously be watching you on Curb, and, and Always Sunny is always, always on. Uh, but, um, yeah, thank you for the for the suggestions you're doing as well for people to, to chip in and help out and maybe take an opportunity to uh, to assist where the assistance great idea. is needed right now. It's, re- it's a really cool, positive message. Yeah, just do it. It'll make you feel good. All right. Thank you, Caitlin. Tell Rob we said hi, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you, guys. All right. Caitlin Olsen, guys. The best. The best. Uh, Marissa also wanted, she handed me a note here that along with uh, groups like Phil Abundance, who need assistance, uh, MANA also needs drivers to deliver meals. Well, there you go. Um, So if you are indeed kind of on the beach, so to speak, right now because of uh, work and you're looking for something to do, boy, you can really help out with these guys. What what a wonderful organization. Can't say enough about them, how how good they are and and, and what they do. I mean, regardless of this or any sort of year with flu or anything. Uh, they're the ones that get the food to the people that really need it. And, and they're, you know, the tailored to whatever your medical issues are. Yep. They're amazing. Yep. All right. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. I got some more bizarre file stories. Can't wait to get those to you. We'll do that when we return. Stay right. with us. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
All right, Bizarre File, another run. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by McGuff Bus Company. If you're looking to earn extra income in your retirement, McGuff Bus Company is hiring for part-time afternoon drivers with a valid New Jersey CDL. Uh, continue to have a rewarding career with a flexible schedule to fit around your life. McGuffBus.com. Well, you might be too busy to go to the grocery store, visit your parents, eat a good breakfast, whatever it may be. But one Louisiana man told police he's been too busy to renew his car tags for about 23 years. 23 years. An officer pulled over a man for an expired license plate that hadn't been renewed since 1997. <laughs> I've been meaning to do that I, for I, two decades. It just slipped my mind. It yeah. is the same tags that has been on there since oh, 1997. God, did I forget that again? When the officer asked the man why, the driver replied, Sorry, officer, I've been busy lately and totally forgot to renew my vehicle registration. I'll take care of it as soon as I get home. I mean, that's what you ha- kind of have to say at that point, right? Yeah. That many years in? It just got away from me. And then I forgot you even do that. <laughs> Louisiana drivers yeah. are retire- required to renew their tags every two years, by the way. A worker at a McDonald's in New York City was arrested after an alleged, uh, I'm sorry, after allegedly smashing a coffee pot filled with hot water on the head of a customer Ooh. following a dispute oh. at the restaurant's drive through window. Uh, police responded to a 911 call Thursday night at a McDonald's in the Bronx. Do you want a carafe of hot water with that? Where they found a man in his uh, 30s with a deep cut in his neck. Ow! Uh, the McDonald's worker, Imoni Reed, told police that uh, she and the man had a verbal dispute at the drive through window and he spit at her. Mm. Reed said she then grabbed a coffee pot and struck him with it, causing the cut on the left side of his neck. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, The man was taken to a hospital. He remained in stable condition. Reed was arrested at the restaurant. She was charged with two counts of assault, (laughs) reckless endangerment, and criminal possession of a weapon. The notion of smashing a pot over something. Come on. Yep. A man has been charged after grabbing an officer's uh, genitals on Saturday. Uh, police officers responded to the factory bar, 2.30 a.m., for reports of a fight. Uh, once there, officers observed a small group of people arguing outside the bar and tried to talk to them. The group started walking away, and when officers told them uh, they were not free to go, they continued walking and ignored com- commands to stop. One officer then recognized one of the men in the group who had a small bleeding cut on his head as Jerry Watkins. The officer attempted to grab Watkins's arm, to which he immediately resisted. Other officers intervened and were able to handcuff Watkins, but as they were attempting to place him in the squad car, Watkins grabbed one of the officers in the crotch area. The officer, <laughs> listen to this, the officer demanded Watkins let go, saying, he's got my D! Spray him! Spray him! He's got my D! Kill him! Kill him! Shoot him! At that, at that point... Another officer deployed his spray, and uh, the defendant let go of the officer. He's squeezing harder! Yes. The officer visited the ER. Uh, They did not observe any injury. He was advised to follow up with the specialist in the following days. Watkins has been charged with battery to a law enforcement officer, by the way. I'm a well-respected doctor, and your D is fine. Mm. Uh, The woman accused of starting a fatal fire that ripped through an apartment building last Sunday morning had lit a bottle of hand sanitizer on fire and threw it at her girlfriend during a domestic altercation. Do you know how much in demand that stuff is? Exactly. Come on, man. Yeah. 
Uh, the fire spread from the from there throughout the upper floors of the building. Police arrested Destiny Waite. In I'm the at hours, home wiping my ass with corn cobs. In the hours after the <laughs> fire. Emergency crews <laughs> rescued several people from the fire. During a secondary search of the building, firefighters found a victim dead inside. Uh, a 50-year-old wow. uh, named Jerome Kaiser. Uh, medical examiner classified his death as homicide due to smoke inhalation. Uh, Wade is facing a felony murder charge, by the way. Wow. A New York man inadvertently shot his girlfriend while trying to pay for their steakhouse dinner. <laughs> uh, police say 19-year-old Anthony Cicciarelli. Oh, wow. I'm going to pull out my visa. Dined with his girlfriend on Thursday evening. Uh, he reached into the front pocket of his pants when the bill arrived and his gun discharged. The gunshot hit his girlfriend in the upper leg. That's my steak-eating gun. Yeah. Or he did that. They were going to dine and dash. He shot her to distract them. <laughs> hey, look, she's hurt. Yeah. The couple quickly left to get help. Cicciarelli pulled into a parking lot, and his girlfriend called police requesting medics. Uh, she was transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Put my uh, cappuccino in a, a to-go cup. Uh, Cicciarelli was charged with first-degree reckless endangerment and criminal possession of a weapon. Uh, this happened in Arizona. A man hiking on Camelback Mountain Saturday morning was hurt when a large boulder fell on his leg. Wow. Yeah. Uh, visiting from uh, a guy, let's see, the, the man was visiting from out of state and was enjoying a morning hike on the Chala Trail section. Oh, or maybe that it's is Chala. a nice boulder. Chala Trail section of Camelback Mountain when he stopped to let other hikers Chala! pass. Uh, the man. That's him yelling. The man leaned on a boulder as the other hikers passed. He accidentally pulled the 300-pound rock onto himself. Uh, He became trapped and had to be freed by a technical rescue team from the Phoenix Fire Department. Special tools commonly used uh, to rescue somebody trapped in a collapsed building or pinned under a vehicle were brought to the scene. Rescuers were then able to free the hiker from the boulder. Uh, during the entire operation, they were on the phone with medical advisors to receive specific treatment for somebody that was pinned under a heavy object. I like that boulder. Uh, the hiker was flown off the mountain and taken to a trauma hospital with extensive lower extremity injuries, by the way. Wow. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, let's take a break. When we get back, we'll see if you've been paying close attention this morning because we'll have a lesson question. We'll give a prize away for the correct answer. We'll also get trash and music news when we return, so make sure you stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Preston and Steve Show. First day of the work week. Uh, back from a little time off and excited to have an opportunity for you to win some concert tickets for a Word of the Week prize. Four pack reserve seats to Incubus 311 and uh, Bad Flower Show. Sunday, August 23rd at BBNT. And tickets are on sale now, but we got that uh, four pack that could be yours. So listen up. Letter coming up at the end of today's program. Uh, We are going to give away something else right now, though. We have a lesson question, and uh, I didn't read this ahead of time. Oh, okay. So uh, what what, what the hell is this? So it's an awesome (laughs) video game, but the video game is not actually being announced a little bit later on. So tomorrow, we'll be able to tell our winners exactly what they win. But today... So we're doing this regularly now? This is the second time we've had to do this. I'm sure it's more than the second time we've had to do it. Uh, well, no, not about a video game. Remember, we had a concert, yeah, uh, and and we didn't tell you what the concert was. You just had to trust us on 
You're you're Trust. winning something cool. Yeah, Trust. it's a thing now. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna give away something uh, for the correct answer. Uh, wait till you hear wait what it is. Hear. Now I'm sure it's awesome. It but, is. Uh, or, I just I didn't know we were doing that. All right, so here we go. Your question for today is: What medical feature does Steve's 360 bed feature? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Okay, what medical feature does Steve's 360 bed feature? Okay, two one five two six. Allow myself to introduce myself. Two one five two six three WMMR. Call right now. We're gonna do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you by Rita's. Rita's Water Ice is back and open for the season. The wait is over. Grab your family and head to Rita's for some refreshing Italian ice. Made fresh daily with real fruit or some delicious creamy frozen custard. Be cool. Go to Rita's. What's going on, Steve? Well, 70-year-old David Foster and his much younger wife, Catherine McPhee, announcing they rescheduled their tour dates because of Foster's recent surgery and it's put him at greater risk for the coronavirus. Apparently, Foster realized that the demands of being married to a much younger woman had his penis reinforced with gunite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Queen Elizabeth has canceled her upcoming engagements and appearances during the coronavirus pandemic. The queen issued a statement saying this is not a time to panic and that she remembers when things were really bad after that asteroid killed the dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Frozen 2 was added to Disney's three months, uh, Disney Plus three months earlier than planned to, quote, provide families with some joy during this challenging period. When asked if Disney would also waive the fee to its pay service, a Disney rep responded, not likely, dickhead. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. I will see if somebody knows the answer to this. What medical feature does Steve's 360 bed feature? 215-263-WMMR. It's Wayne. Wayne. Who'll we go to for the answer? Hey, Wayne, how you doing? Oh, I got Zooks. Yeah, Zooks. All right, Wayne, what is uh, what medical feature does Steve's 360 bed feature? Uh, the rectal thermometer? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Ooh. Rectal thermometer. Hang on, Wayne. We're going to give you a uh, a game that we'll tell you about tomorrow. A Amazing. cool new sports video game that we announce tomorrow. So if you like games, you're going to like this game. Congratulations to you. We'll, we'll tell you about it tomorrow. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, uh, a handful of stories to run by. Some cancellations, as you would imagine. Record Store Day 2020, originally scheduled for Saturday, April 18th, has been postponed to June 20th in the wake of the coronavirus. The Record Store Day organizers announced the postponement on Friday, saying we decided that the best of all possible move is to change the date of Record Store Day this year to Saturday, June 20th. Uh, we think this gives stores around the world the best chance to have a profitable, successful record store day while taking into consideration the recommendations of doctors, scientists, World Health Organization, Center for Disease Control, and need to be good citizens of both local and worldwide communities. Other tours and festivals that announced their postponement, either in North America or abroad, over the past few days include Coachella, Rage Against the Machine, My Chemical Romance, Evanescence, Allison Chains, Frontman William Duvall, Kill Switch Engage, Alice Cooper, uh, Radiohead singer Tom York, uh, Lollapalooza, Argentina, and Chile, the latter two featuring Guns N' Roses. What about um, the Rat Show? Is that still on? Rad? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody and everybody. 
Uh, but as you would imagine, there's going to be more of those in the coming weeks. Yes. Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne will guest star on ABC's The Connors. I saw the coming attractions what? for this. Yeah. yeah. The show's Facebook account posted a photo of the Osbournes posing at the show's diner with a pair of menus. The caption on the photo reads, look who's coming to Lanford this Tuesday. Uh, the episode, which is titled Beards, Thrupples, and Robots, will air this Tuesday at 8 p.m., so tomorrow night. Uh, but there was no hint as to how Ozzy and Sharon will play into the episode. Of course, Sarah Gilbert was a longtime co-panelist with Sharon on The Talk, uh, which may have led to the Osborne ah, experience. Okay. My guess is yes. Uh, I, I had some loose meat sandwiches, please. Yeah. All right, and then one last story, and that's it. Soundgarden. And the estate of late rapper Tupac Shakur mm. have pulled out of a class action suit against Universal Music Group over alleged damages sustained in a 2008 vault fire. Remember the story? I do remember this. Yeah, it's been a while. Crazy st- uh, So much was lost. Yeah, the notice of voluntary dismissal was filed on Friday and states that two parties hereby dismiss without prejudice their individual claims and withdraw as a punitive class representative. Uh, but the notice also states these two plaintiffs reserve their rights to proceed in this matter as absent class members. Uh, lawyers on both sides had no comment on the matter. Just two of the original five plaintiffs, Steve Earle and the estate of Tom Petty, are left on the lawsuit. A fifth, Hole, left last August after being assured that none of the band's master recordings were destroyed. Uh, Soundgarden was previously informed in 2015 that it had lost some stereo master recordings related to his 1991 album Bad Motor Finger in the Fire. Uh, the 2008 fire at a uh, vault on the Universal Studios lot reportedly destroyed thousands of recordings, including original master tapes from scores of classic artists. So mm. that does continue on. And there you go. That's what I got. So Damn good. Music news for you this morning. Did you do music news when you are at home just because... I did. Yeah. Just to stay, you know... On your game. Stayed with it if I could. You Kathy, know, like, you know, held up in your stead and did a fine job. So. Oh, did you do yeah, music yeah. news yeah. while I was gone? I yeah. did, yes. What else of mine did you do while I was gone? Anything else? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I went through your that. desk. Remember, oh. I took your pot and your money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that, yeah. Instead, you just flagrantly left your revolver out on your seat. Oh, yeah, right. That's yeah. just my too. emergency weed. It was no big deal. <laughs> Uh, no, but did you guys do the entertainment report too? No, no. no. We uh, we did uh, regular content breaks, a, a couple of them. Um, yeah, who can yeah, yeah, see, You're the you're the the uh, entertainment guru. That's me. You're 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 <laughs> yeah. You're our TMZ. We, w- we wouldn't touch that. No. no. All right. Bizarre file. <laughs> uh, old bizarre file. Old bizarre file. Old bizarre file. All right, good. Nah. It makes me feel better. Yeah, you can't be replaced. <laughs> like you were missed. Like I was missed. Like automation. Oh, dear God, they missed me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week. Get ready to turn it over to Pierre, so don't stray too far, because we will be back shortly. What's new? Glad you asked. Five-finger death punch. Blue stones. Now I'm shaking off the rush. Disturbed. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. 22 minutes after 10 o'clock. It's a Monday as we're getting ready to uh, wrap up today's broadcast day. And I must say, it is nice to be back at work. Good. It does, it does feel nice. I 
I did I did not know how I was going to take to waking up uh, dark and early this morning, but uh, I felt refreshed and, and ready to go. I finally, today I finally feel 100%. So Good. Yay. Uh, it's, it's better okay. that we played it the way we did it. And, of course, as always, Dr. Yep. Mike was correct. Yep. He's the man. Yep. He said you can go back to work. All right, I'm good to go. So, uh, doctor's orders. Sage advice. And by the way, again, thanks to him and obviously his the stuff he imparts, his information on Fox 29 is always invaluable. They're using them in promos now. I was watching The Simpsons last night, yep. and uh, Dr. Mike ends the Fox 29 promo talking about coronavirus. Yeah. Which Bill, is cool. And Bill's finally warmed up to Dr. Mike. Yeah, only took oh, six years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, finally. Oh, he likes good. him now. I sent him over the email, and, and <laughs> Mike was uh, like, oh, my God. I guess, said, yes, Bill uh, Bill likes you a lot now. Mm-hmm. He's a real doctor. <laughs> yeah, he just fact, found out he's a real doctor. Bill even called himself out in the email about the, uh, that was the whole origins of the privilege thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you go to a doctor, it sounds, makes you sound privileged. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess Bill, for a while, thought we, had, like, we were trying to get more, quote-unquote, business for Dr. Mike. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to Mike yesterday. He's like... I don't take new patients. I don't want new patients. I haven't had new patients in years. He doesn't. He doesn't take he any doesn't. new patients. He does not. His, his, his dance card is full, it's as they say. Completely full. But you can get his wisdom vis-a-vis. Yeah, Fox. Fox Watch yeah. Fox 29, and, and the man knows knows what he's talking yeah. about. I would like to thank uh, Caitlin Olsen. Yay! For being on the show this morning. Caitlin is so, she's awesome all the way around. She's the perfect girl. She really is. She, she is. She is she's beautiful. Beautiful. She is fun. She's funny. She's caring. She's just a cool person. She's funnerer. She's funnerer than any other gal in the whole wide world. <laughs> Way more funner. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I love it. There's nothing to not like about Caitlin Olson. You'll be able to catch her on Curb the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm this Sunday, uh, ten thirty on HBO. So uh, we thank her for coming on this morning. Um, Pierre Robert is in the studio. Hey! Hey, man, how you doing? My good day. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, it's good man. Good to be back. Good to have you back. Yeah, thank how, you. How are you feeling? Much, 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 much good. better. Yeah. I rode down in the elevator with you last Monday. Um, <laughs> and you lived to I tell lived the tale. to tell the tale. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you were not good. Um, but you had a flu B, right? Influenza B. Correct. What's the difference between A and B? I don't know. They're just different. You know, different strains. The vaccine this year apparently was for influenza A. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so they, they... Just missed it. Just missed it by a letter. Well, there you go. Man. <laughs> and Pancake was sick uh, a little while back, too, right? He had he influenza P for Pancake. <laughs> <laughs> he was sick right before you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, and he was out, like, for five days. Yeah. He was patient zero. That's what he said. He was the monkey in Outbreak. That's him. Maybe, maybe yeah. he was. Maybe That's he it. was. Uh, you know, but then I, I, I keep thinking back to, you know, uh, there was horror stories of people coming in over the weekend from uh, foreign flights and, and people that are, uh, that because the procedures are so poorly set up, uh, to get checked from foreign lands, and there are thousands of people, hundreds of people, actually. You see these pictures in the airports of people right next to each other. They're supposed to be uh, the distancing and all that. And um, then I'm thinking about us last week at the Cardboard Classic, and there's just, like, we're packed in with yeah. people everywhere. There, there, certainly um, over the past couple of weeks, there have been many times where we've been in close quarters with people. So, But now, 
we just keep our keep our wits about us and follow stay protocol. Stay back, mother effort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like wear like, a shirt that says that. Yeah, stay back, mother, with, with a lit torch. I was walking up my road yesterday, and my neighbor was, was jogging past me, and I go, get the F away from me. <laughs> Don't even try. <laughs> he started laughing. Nice, nice try, Corona boy. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, we should do our letter of the day if you are so prepared. Yep. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter H as in happy health. All right, I like it. And we have a four-pack of reserve seats to see Incubus with 311 and Bad Flower. Uh, Sunday, August 23rd at BB&T Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now. Get uh, complete details at the MMR concert calendar. Uh, oh, I should say, and the MMR concert calendar at WMMR.com. So you can get it there. Um, what's happening on the program today? Well, we've got uh, some birthdays to get to. Uh, included in that will be Phil Escher, the Grateful Dead. Uh, we will celebrate that. We will get to the Smashing Pumpkins. And Nancy Wilson of Heart uh, has a birthday today. So we've got a block of heart standing by. That's cool. Uh, would like to thank our sponsor today. The Presidency Show has been brought to you by HERS. When stocking up on your favorite snacks, don't forget to grab all your HERS favorites. Mini cheese puffs, sour cream and onion, popcorn, and more. When snacking, keep it Philly Philly and make sure it's HERS forever good. Uh, tomorrow on the program, we're going to talk to comedian Brian Passane, comedian and actor Brian Passane. Yes, and uh, Deadpool scribe. Yeah, and uh, heavy metal fanatic, too. So uh, Renaissance man. He will be joining us on uh, tomorrow's program, and uh, just business as usual. We get to hang out together again, which yeah. is wonderful, hey. but right now, you get to hang out with that guy, Pierre yeah. Robert. He's going to take good care of you. That guy. Uh, that guy right there. I am that guy. Right. <laughs> uh, that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Preston, you're, you're back. Oh, my goodness. I missed you so much when you were out. Next message. You. My wife just woke me up. It's my birthday. She just gave me two tickets to the Roger Waters concert. She rocks. And I love you guys, and I'm blaming Ted Nugent for giving me cat scratch fever. Rock on, man. Next message. A lady that called in and said, we don't have the basic resources to make toilet paper here in the USA. Bullshit. I'm a truck driver. I haul scrap to the paper mills and pick up toilet paper and paper towels. You don't know what the f*** you're talking about. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. Need a break from the meta discussion? Check out Checkpoint AFK, Checkpoint XP's lifestyle show. From cosplay to consoles, we cover everything you care about when you're away from your keyboard. Subscribe at our website, CheckpointXP.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.